shouldn't start out by bad mouthing yeah. uh, a homie of ours. Yeah. So let's um let's clap sync. Nice. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like go into yours again because <laughs> last time I felt like I uh, you had a clap sync and it was good mm-hmm. and then I came in and I did another one. We had three. We had three. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, well, we we had three in that one mm-hmm. and I did another one. Where I just like we just kind of did the fast yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I was uh, the fast clap sync. Add backside attack. Add big save. What's happening, homie? Uh, very little. Very just little? Uh, um, still recovering from illness, but I'm oh. feeling pretty good now. I I feel like I'm also back to like eighty percent. Mm-hmm. You had it rough though. Yeah, I had it rough. It showed up. Went to, like went, it, went, went, Chris, money. Christmas was awful. Yeah, it happened over the Christmas break. Too. Yeah, yeah, which is which is awful. That's yeah. never fun. Yeah, family tragedy and. Uh, just severe illness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we should clarify. It wasn't uh, like it wasn't like a massive car crash. No. You had a, a passing of your grandfather mm-hmm. who was a, a fucking legend. <laughs> I mean, from sitting there, sitting there at the uh, at the funeral, it seemed like that was the tragedy was that like a fucking legend is not on earth anymore mm-hmm. rather than like a, a hundred years old. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's uh, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. Yeah. He was uh, um, yeah, he lived a long great life glorious uh, life yeah he was um yeah he was he was kind of like everybody's grandfather um, yeah you were saying right mm-hmm. i mean like all the old high school guys yeah like all of us like all my uh like all the boys they when they they knew my grandfather they knew he was a uh, just a really very nice wholesome person uh, yeah. just highly educated uh you know spoke english very well yeah um well you, he well he's a military man yeah and he just um he yeah he, he was uh if he wasn't reading or doing something or he was walking uh he was always active never ate a shred of meat in his life he and was a hundred percent vegetarian like full, hardcore vegan full yeah. blown oh yeah. vegan yeah never had eggs eggs or anything yeah. no milk wow no that's uh that's a big that's a yeah. big one and to make it a hundred i think um right there's your proof yeah <laughs> you can you can live a good long life yeah even up as to, a vegan yeah because even up to uh his last uh days before he had pneumonia um uh he would we would arm wrestle and mm-hmm. he was and we would just lock up and there would he i would have like problems like 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 i'm not very strong but at the same time it's well, like well no but you're, uh, there, there are multiple factors yeah there. like he would like, i would just put pressure on it he'd be yeah. like and he, he would just look at me with no like not even like a grimacing face like you mm-hmm. know like he was trying hard he would just look at me like this with a straight face and smiling and he just he, he he was so, so he was still so he still had that strength yeah and yeah. that's after like a stroke as well yeah yeah so i mean that's like numerous strokes yeah hardcore old man determination yeah, uh, like, strength exactly like all the medication he was on for uh like numerous uh medical issues mm-hmm. and uh yeah he was um yeah he was a, that guy's uh he's a legend yeah mm-hmm. there it's very rare that I will um, hear about somebody or or like somebody will tell me about somebody. I'll be like, man, I missed out on meeting that dude. Mm-hmm. That was one of those times I'm like, man, I really missed out on uh, on meeting him. Yeah. Like hanging out with him when he was like in, in good health. Like in his prime. In yeah. his prime. And it's like, mm-hmm. we could just like fill stories, yeah. fill the air with multiple stories about like legendary status. Yeah. I think the, and I think the, yeah, the number one thing was that he would, uh, um, you, if you met him, you you could you couldn't even tell that he was in, in the military. Like there was no yeah. like, uh, there, he never brought that home, or like mm-hmm. it was never like. Uh, he wasn't affected by it in like an emotional way at all. Either. That's just what he did. That's what it was his job. Yeah, and when he come, came home, he was like the he's like probably the most loving person, like besides my mom that I know. Mm-hmm. So uh, your so, yeah. Russian speaking mother. Yeah, my Russian speaking mother. <laughs> as as our, our last episode, we I was wowed by. Yeah, I'm God. still I'm still blown away by that. Yeah, I know goddamn Cossacks. <laughs> Cossacks. <laughs> oh man, just your, your mother was a Russian spy. I'm just saying. 
Yeah, I know. She did, my mom's interfering with the election in 2020. I know she is. Uh, she's all ready to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She secretly just she doesn't watch the election stuff, but she I know that she's a. Uh, um, yeah, she's interfering. She, I know. I know Russia's fighting a proxy war, and I think she, I think she's on it. <laughs> she is uh, spreading misinformation mm-hmm. about uh, about about the Americans. Yeah, she's a Trump supporter, but she doesn't want to realize it. <laughs> uh, we should we should mention. I mean, like no, we're making a little bit of light of it, but we're in the. I'm gonna probably stay away from it. I think you as well. But we'll probably try to stay away from it here, as far as like all the craziness in the world right now. But like mm-hmm. fucking Iran and the U.S. and Russia and yeah, and who knows what the hell's gonna happen? They shot down a plane, killed a bunch of Edmontonians. Yeah, actually, uh, um. Vanesh, who uh, uh, who uh, just lives over there, mm-hmm. his parents, uh, um, uh, his brother, um, his and uh, his brother's wife, her parents were family friends with some of the people who passed away. Oh, get out of town. On that plane, yeah. That's rough, man. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, a pretty pretty brutal Edmonton connection there. And now they're saying it was a, a Russian rocket shot from Iran, so we don't know what the hell's going to happen. Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, definitely, like, just all sorts of... It just feels like this is, like, um, like a lot of influence and power and ego and uh, and just, like, government... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When, when, when like, posturing. It's a lot of posturing happening. And, like, real people are that's not being all, that's affected That's pretty much... I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that's that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. I think, you know? like, if it's, if it's over a tweet... Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. Like you don't give a crazy person, yeah, the extreme options to uh, to deal with like certain issues. To go rogue, yeah. yeah. Like you can't say like, okay, um, this guy, uh, you know, uh, this general. Like you know, there's numerous ways. There's numerous ways we can deal with this. We can do this. This. We can go through diplomacy. Mm-hmm. We can go through uh, some military action, minor, major. Uh, we can get other countries involved or. What we can do, we can do a drone attack and kill them. Yeah. The, the, the goes, okay, so why have we done that before? Why didn't Bush or, or Obama did that? Well, they didn't. They, they Was it an election year? He's like, well, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's no, they, they felt there was no need for that. He goes, well, they have, mm-hmm. if they haven't done that before, I'm going to do it. Because like Trump always wants to do things that no one else has done before. Well, I think it's it's like it's multi-faceted. Um, when, when you think about like it's an election year, he's terrified because this impeachment bullshit's going to gonna drown out his ability to, to run up and scream and yell about how great he is. Mm-hmm. Then he does this and talks about how like I took out a bad guy, maybe one of the worst, maybe the worst of all time. He was the worst. No, he was the, he was the devil. He mm-hmm. was dumping the devil, and he was gonna raise the antichrist. I saw it. I saw the baby being born. The antichrist is born. I saw it. Yeah. This general raised him. Like you know, Jesus. He's just like that's his mind. That's what his brain does. He just mm-hmm. like tries to like raise his grandeur more and more, right? Yeah, I think there's the thing is that I don't think he knew who. Um, Probably not. He either. didn't know who he was until yeah. like this whole this whole escapade mm-hmm. started to uh, start to unfold. Like this. Uh, and the, and I don't think he uh, and if this whole thing materializes and, and it becomes materializes and it becomes like an all out war, mm-hmm. is that the guy you want at the head of all these forces? <laughs> he's like he he's unpredictable outside of the fact that he's predictably crazy. Yeah, like he's a kooky man, mm-hmm. and that's like that's not somebody. It's a, he's a joke, right? He's a, he's a caricature of somebody who should be in power. Yeah, and that's the person who like half the country is. Well, half the Americans are, are saying, "No, he's our guy. He's good. Don't worry, he's cool." Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, he's good. It's like, well, no, he's a he's a he's a he's like a little bit of a kooky guy. Well, have you seen the? Uh, did you watch the press conferences after all that stuff happened? Yeah, he's just rambling and he's just like he's it's incoherent senses. Like he's not making any sense. Which would be fine two years ago on a Tuesday while he's talking about like you know Trudeau. Like if he was doing a rambling kooky guy thing, like his crazy, I'm 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 crazy Donnie Trump. I say what I say. Yeah. If he was doing that stuff like on a Tuesday, 
on not an election year just because like he got a tweet about a cheeseburger that got his ire up and he's like i'll just say something crazy yeah that's fine because that's who he is we get it Mm -hmm. but when you're doing like when you're making moves that are affecting like regular people just in a plane hanging out trying to go home and they're getting shot down by fucking russian missiles Mm -hmm. that's like you're you're now you gotta watch all your shit yeah you uh you put lives in danger yeah um there's american lives in danger now Mm -hmm. there's uh uh, and they're evacuating the 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 area, Iran mm-hmm. and Iraq, yeah. for Canadians and Brits. Like they're all in there. All governments are getting their people out. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what you've done because you just felt like I got to do something to distract, and I got to seem really awesome while I'm doing. Yeah, it. like I, I'm I'm hesitant to say that it was, um, it was done because someone someone you know hurt his feelings or something like that. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I I I hope that's not what it was. That's the thing. Yeah, but uh, if it is, that's just that's even sadder. Like, yeah, you're like. Uh, it's like a knee-jerk reaction to something, and then it costs people. It costs people their lives. Yeah, no, I, I I think you're right. Like the hope would be that he actually had some sort of rational intelligence sent mm-hmm. his way. But then like, again, there's the two words that yeah, rational you intelligence can't, you can't apply to Trump. So. You can't or logic, mm-hmm. you know, or clear-headedness. Like I, I don't think that's what it is. I think what what this is is it's part of it's part of that distraction cycle. Mm-hmm. That's all this was. Yeah. He just needed something to to run up the distraction cycle again because all this shit's being done behind well against his uh it's it's there there are things being done that he doesn't have the ability to control 100 percent, except by being by, by distracting people yeah with big moves that he thinks are gonna like being him boisterous and like boisterous and, 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 and making these big like uh you know creating these big huge uh distractions that so people are like oh we'll do this but then mm-hmm. the, the machinations that are happening behind that are the ones that really matter yeah and so uh but what saddens me is that people have to die for this to happen. Yeah, that's so gross. Yeah. I mean, it's sad and it's gross and completely unnecessary. Yeah. And it's just, like I said, it's all, it's a lot of ego and posturing and like uh, political power moves. Yeah. And that's, if that, if that's politics these days, it's like, it's something I don't even want to like get into. Yeah. And I mean, I think like for, for us, that might be the the furthest we will get into it. Yeah. Cause I, I don't like, um, even our, even like on our WhatsApp group, people are talking about it, uh, and um, which is great, like you know, like as long as people are informed, that's great, right? But I'm like, if if that's what it comes down to, where yeah. it's like this is where we are now, mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I don't, even, I don't even want to research it now. Like you know, it's like it's just like it, it saddens me, and it like it's uh, yeah, no, it, I totally get yeah. it. No, I get your emotion completely because mm-hmm. like you're, well, I mean, knowing you and knowing the way we talk about it compared to some of the ways like some of our friends talk about it, it mm-hmm. really feels like. Like, it's just, it's too sad. And not too sad as in, like, I'm so depressed. But, like, it's just too gross for me to dwell on. Yeah. You know, I really kind of also feel a lot of times, like, we were talking about it with some other guys a while back about, like, what do we know about the area and um, the political motivations of the area and how it relates to the U.S. and Canada and should be doing more. Mm -hmm. I always, like, I've always felt like whatever's happening over there, really, if I'm not boots on the ground over there doing something about it, then I'm being a hypocrite. Yeah, by acting like look at how much I know about it. Mm-hmm. Like I really don't care how much anybody I know knows about it mm-hmm. because you're not boots on the ground over there. Are you protesting in front of buildings right now because mm-hmm. things have happened in the Middle East or in the region mm-hmm. that have affected you on an emotional level? Are you do you have family over there right now being affected? So you are boots on the ground somewhere, or you or you, do you just want to be professionally offended? Yeah, are you professionally offended? Do you like talking about it because it makes you seem intelligent? And I think that's hypocritical. Yeah, I think it is too. It's like it's it's great to like you know if you have like if you have a legitimate point and you want to uh, say like you know he did this this and this and mm-hmm. but if you're getting your if you're just if you're just you know retweeting something that just 
but yeah. that's something else that someone else wrote or something like that. And but you know, like I just be real about it. Yeah, I think be real about it. I just I, I don't know. I think my biggest the biggest part for me to stay out of it is because I just feel like it's really hypocritical hypocritical to be talking about it as mm-hmm. if I know so much about it, but I'm not holding a sign in, yeah. a, in a picket line yeah. or in front of a government building mm-hmm. yelling to somebody about why I think there should be change. I don't know. I, I just, that's, that's how I've always felt about it. Oh yeah. I know. I, I totally agree. I think it's, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't, um, it's, it's hard for me to like, if there's a movement, I, if, if there's some way I could, I could help or mm-hmm. something like that, then yeah, like I want to be like, uh, I would, I definitely would. Right. But like, yeah. I think it's more, I think I'm just more, just, I'm just more just distraught over the whole thing about how, how uh, like those poor families who lost their lives, yeah, and uh, or the families who have been affected by it. Whether it's like the, all those students, all those medical students who went to U of A. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, there were people on there. I'm more, that were contributors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I'm I'm more sad for them. Yeah. Than concerned about what's going on right now. I guess that sounds kind of like no, that, no, that sounds kind of bad, but like that's no, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I think I think you're right. I th- I think your your motivations are pure. You are sad because there are people out there who are genuine contributors to the way the world would get better. Like oh, they were looking mm-hmm. for a way to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. You're either a med student or um, maybe you're a protester. Maybe you're somebody out there trying to change government or the world or your situation or somebody else's situation for the better. Mm-hmm. And just because you were in the wrong place at the wrong time, you're a casualty mm-hmm. of somebody else's ego. Yeah, is what it is. And rather than being upset about what happened and what's going to happen now in a political world, yeah. you're upset because there were just some decent people who got fucked over yeah. out of just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. It's not their war at all. Yeah, there's just, there's, there's only, there's, there's, like as a non journalist yeah. uh, or just someone who's like interested in how the world works or mm-hmm. like uh, uh, you want to know, know as much as possible, there's just, there's so much out there yeah. and you're just like, you know, uh, like how, like and how much is enough like you know like there's just you can say like you know you, you can't stand this administration or like there's just so much going on you can watch late night television mm-hmm. and like say like um you know there's always new stories about how stupid trump is and how dumb the white house is and all that stuff right you know, they, there's so much it's like you, you like how much sugar can you put in your coffee before, yeah. before oh. it's undrinkable right You're so, right yeah. that's a really that's a really good analogy right there yeah. yeah how how much sugar can i put in this coffee before it becomes undrinkable yeah, just like it just you're watching your neighbors fight and your kids are getting hurt. Yeah. And then like what do you do? Like I can only call the co- can I call the cops? Mm-hmm. Are they going to do anything if I call them? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to walk up and be like, "Well, you know, your neighbors are going to be idiots. What do you want me to do about it?" Yeah. My hands are tied. It's like, "Well, I guess I guess nothing's going to happen." Yeah, I know. It's like it's it's a bad thing to say, but it's a uh, um I don't mean it in this sense, but it's like uh I kind of it, it like in a for lack of better, for lack of better way of saying it, I've kind of lost interest. Yeah, no, I. And it's, I'm yeah, with you know you what I mean. 100%. Like, it's, it's, no, like, I'm like I, I don't really, I don't, I, I, I can't care anymore. Yeah, there's just too much. Yeah, no, I, I'm 100 percent with you. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of like why I think I think I think I think you got there before I did. Oh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely yeah. got there before you did. Yeah, because I mean, I watched a lot of you guys still try to have uh, rational conversations about mm-hmm. it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, if they were, ra- checked, if yeah, they were if rational, rational. <laughs> and I'd already checked out. Yeah. And to me, I was already, I was already pointing fingers at people being hypocrites. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter what you know, because what you know doesn't mean shit. I know. All we do is sit here and talk about like a bunch of assholes. Mm-hmm. So are we just going to like sit here and pretend we're all smarter than each other? I know. Yes. But what about this situation and that situation and that situation? I'm like, it doesn't matter because you're not doing anything to fix it. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, get yourself, uh, get boots on the ground, buddy. Yeah, I know. And I, I think what, what I think what, what put it over the top is that, like, now, like, through, like, ego and being boisterous and, like, you know, trying to prove a point, mm-hmm. um, not just soldiers are, are going to be killed. Like, it's more of a fact that innocent people are, have been have been killed. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and, like, not just from, like, people that, not from a place that we don't even know about, but it's, it's hit home to us. Yeah. And, uh. Iran is, is also not full of like, you know, if it's, let's say the population is, you know, 50 million, 50 million people in Iran. I think, I think I'm being way over. Let's say 10, whatever, 10, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's 10 million evil fucking no. terrorist Iranians. No. There's like normal people just like here living differently. People live here, but they're just normal folks just hanging out, trying to hope to God they don't get bombed. Mm-hmm. And they've also got some crazy people and boisterous people running their shit. Yeah. With their chests out. And then they're up against a guy here with his chest out. Yeah. And it's like I've always said, right? It's like there are two hills. And you've got these two kooks on either hill. And all the normal people are in the valley. And neither one of these kooks is strong enough to get their stones over to each other. And all the rocks are landing on our heads. All the rocks are landing on everybody. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, in yeah. the middle. Like, you're not strong enough to, to send that stone over. Mm-hmm. So everybody in the middle gets hurt for just because you felt like throwing a stone. Yeah, because you're just in the way. Yeah, we're just in the way of your weakness. Yeah, it's, a, it's, not, a good, it's not a good time to be... Uh a human? A human being. God, so gross. Yeah. It's not a good time to be in the crossfire right now. Oh. Hmm. Should we uh, leave it there? Yeah. Well, let's leave that there. Moving on. Hey, uh, you ever watch My Name is Earl? Yes. Yeah. Ethan Subley? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen him lately? No. Motherfucker's jacked. For Dude what? got ripped. For what? He just started working out, man. Mm, His podcast launched a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, American Glutton. And he's mm-hmm. been talking about health and shit. Mm-hmm. Talking about like thermogenesis and uh, what was the other one he had? Adaptive thermogenesis. Mm-hmm. And he starts talking about it and instantly I'm like, I'm in. I'm super in. And then I saw some photos of the guy and he talks about his relationship with food and talks about like his relationship with working out and how people wanted him to stay fat and people wanted him to get skinny. And he was like a, like a closet eater. All sorts of shit. Really? It, dude has got like a half an hour of solid information. What's it called? What's the podcast called? American Glutton. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's, uh, I, I got into it because I saw a photo on Reddit and I, the guy is just like shredded, right? I mean, his, his gut's gone. Mm-hmm. He's got this like 50 inch chest because he's already a big guy. Mm-hmm. Um, his arms, shoulders, everything. He's looking in really good shape, working out. I don't know if he has uh, any kind of surgery, but I remember a few years ago he got thin, mm-hmm. thinner. And then now he's just, he's turned it up. He's just turned it right up again. Oh, nice. So he's in amazing shape for, for his age, for his uh, for where he was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. He does not look like the guy from My Name is Earl. Oh, okay. So uh, what was his name? Randy? Randy. Randy. Yeah. <laughs> so no more Randy. Oh, okay. He's, uh, Randy is jacked. I mean, he makes Earl look like a pussy. Like he's in incredible shape. <laughs> nice. So I was just like, I was looking at that thinking mm-hmm. like, yeah, if, if that guy can do it with really just, I don't think he did it because he's got Hollywood connections either. Mm-hmm. I think he just got fed up mm-hmm. and he decided he was going to get into shape and he did. And then he started by losing a lot of weight and now he's like, oh, I'm just going to keep on going. Mm-hmm. And now he's just got, he got lean, man. That's good. So like, what's the excuse for all these other guys out there? Uh, I don't know. Right? I mean, that's just, uh, you have no excuse. If he, if you, if Ethan Suppley can get into that kind of shape, mm-hmm. he's like Ethan Suppley. Like he says it in a weird way. I'm saying it wrong, but he says it in like a, like a stylish way. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, what did I just say earlier? Diagnosis, diagnosis. Like he says it in a way like that. Yeah, like you say diagnosis. Di- but he says diagnosis. Diagnosis. Yeah. You're like Ethan Supley. Ethan Supley. Yeah. I eat like, all my uh, meows. <laughs> I eat all me, my meows. I drink water. Yeah, water. I have a way to drink water that makes uh, <laughs> makes my friends insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much it. Uh, he's he's in crazy good shape, which led me to think about like, I've, I've been doing some crazy shit around here. My ass hurts. My quads hurt. My legs hurt. 
Mm-hmm. I changed up my uh, my Turkish getup. Yeah. Because I don't know if I told you, I, was, I started to do those Turkish getups. Everybody wouldn't stop talking about them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm, I'm just going to try doing them. And it's like, uh, like you put a 10-pound weight in the air, and then you kind of like have this posture that you put up. You put your one arm down, your one leg goes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it incorporates like a lot of core work, like a lunge. And then mm-hmm. you stand up. And essentially, you're just getting up. You're on your back and just getting up. Yeah, because I actually saw this. Um, who is that lady? Um, there's this young girl in the Middle East. She... Susan Powder? I think no, that's <laughs> she's um she's like a fitness like she's she's crazy like she they show her working out in like Dubai or something like that and she's mm-hmm. she's doing all these things she's pulling trucks and she's doing uh I don't I, I can't explain how how she works out like and she does like there's, there's these videos of her and she's just like running on the beach and like like moving tires and like mad strength yeah just you know, putting three plates on herself and just doing pull ups and stuff like that hmm. and like and she's not like 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 huge. Just and in really good shape. She's and like she's beautiful. Like she's like she looks like a like a like a fitness model. Mm-hmm. But but just strength, raw strength, crazy yeah. strength, crazy strength. Yeah, God, the strength in a girl is such a turn on. Oh yeah, like when I saw her, I was like, yeah, that's a that's a unicorn. Yeah, that, it is a unicorn. Like I've never seen anything like it. I think more than being like super thin and pretty and the Botox shit they put in their face because that grosses me out. Like just strength, just mm-hmm. being strong. Mm-hmm. Strong, yeah, she was, yeah, and it, yeah. Then, then they show her like she was just. Then after that, she just passed on the beach, yeah. And there's like a GoPro, like a, no, sorry, not a GoPro, but like a, a drone, a drone that kind of like like flies up above her, the sexy cam, yeah. And, and she just she just passed out, of course, on the beach, and after after a workout, and I was like, because that's not an engineered shot, yeah, exactly. That's just beautiful. <laughs> I was like, nice. There was um, I I don't know if it was her, but there was a. I I think I do know who you're talking about. There's another gal who was doing the wall sit with all those weights on her legs. Mm-hmm. The 45 pound plates. Yeah. And they weren't 45 pound plates. So then a guy called her out and said, well, why don't you come to my gym where I have real 45 pound weights? They're mm-hmm. all weighed and measured. And I'm going to stack them here. So come here and do it. Mm-hmm. And then she went to his little gym, which is just a gymnasium. Like yeah. I think he asked her to come to like his basketball court and she does a wall sit with, with like half the plates and she just collapses. Oh, okay. The weight was not what she thought it was because mm-hmm. I think her coach was setting her up for failure by giving her those big rubber plates that look like 45s or like 25 gives her a false sense of security a false sense of security right mm-hmm. so uh oh hey look we have a, a notice for me to talk about some shit i'm gonna turn off real quick All right but um essentially that that's what happened to her but same kind of thing like she was one of those fitness models that was just um like a power lifter fitness model yeah and lots of deadlifts and the, the chain with all the weights like mm-hmm. she was working out like the rock but she was not the rock yeah but uh i go i go stupid sometimes though like when I do those those things, that they, t- they tell you to do like the 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like you do the 10 pounds and then do the get up. So in my head, I was like, well, what if I use like a 25 pound? Mm-hmm. I can hold 25 pounds up there. Mm-hmm. I'll just do the 25 pound get up. And my, in my mind, I'm like, well, I can only do four of those, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to do those four over and over again to like to fatigue mm-hmm. instead of doing like the 25 or 30 you're supposed to do. Because like by the time I get to being able to do 25, 30 of those, I probably do 100 with like 10. Ah, yeah. Yeah, like I got that weird thing in my head. I'm like, I should be able to do more than that. I should be able to do more than that, yeah. And then, like, I just hurt for seven days. Mm -hmm. So so I can't go back on, like, day three and Mm -hmm. do, do, like, ten more or whatever the hell I'm going to do. I was going to ask you, I think we talked about this. Do you, what do you take after you work out? Like, do you take in, like, anything for uh, protein, eggs? Anything for inflammation? Uh, maybe Advil at night before I go to bed. Oh, okay. Right. I'm really I'm really bad for post-workout uh, like group punishment. Mm-hmm. I drink a shit ton of water. Mm-hmm. So first things first, cause as soon as I'm done working out, I'm just chugging back the water. I've got that clean canteen that I forgot to bring over here. Yeah. It's like like 500, and it's just like, just straight up, I'll drink all my water. Mm-hmm. Then usually after workout, I do like to eat eggs. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, a few of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I do too, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really big on that. But as far as like a post-workout, I know you've been taking some stuff lately, right? Yeah. The, the vegan? Yeah, I use the um uh actually I can show it to you. Um I take the 
Yeah, I'm terrible for that kind of stuff. And pre, I don't take a pre-workout. I'm really bad for that too. But um, Kaizen makes a good whey protein that I use. Uh, oh, I don't have it here. But yeah, I, I use the, the, the post-workout. Mm-hmm. It's just a... Um, yeah, it's just like a, it's it's an orange drink. It's like, but it it does have yeah. It's I've, just I've it, taken that. Yeah, it's just turmeric. That's all it is. Yeah. But yeah. Well, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Like those are the things that I do. I do every day. Yeah. So my morning shake. You got me onto the Brandon Brazier stuff a while back. Mm-hmm. So the Vega one, the um that that I'll take. But I put a shit ton of cinnamon and turmeric in there. Yeah. Turmeric, whatever whatever they're, the new way to say it is. Mm-hmm. Joking, joking. Joe Rogan, Jogan, Jogan, bro. Rogan wouldn't yeah. stop saying turmeric the other day. Um, that's been a part of my diet for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at night, if I feel really stiff or something, maybe I'll pop a couple of those generic Walmart Advils. Yeah. <laughs> for, for inflammation. That's mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put a lot of stuff in that morning shake. And then every now and then I'll do that Kaizen Whey because I, I really liked it all the time. Mm-hmm. But that Kaizen vegan protein, mm-hmm. I like quite a bit. Because I feel like it's not as hard in your system as a whey protein. Yeah. So for me, that's kind of like a, an every, like, two or three days. Mm-hmm. Every every second day, third day, I'll take that. Yeah, I, try, I, tried, I tried eating... Uh, I tried a whey protein shake once, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it didn't it didn't end up well. I mean, I'm, I, when I, you're younger, yeah, because I, I don't drink milk, so like, I it's all it's all yeah. milk protein, right? So I can't uh, I can't drink it. Are you? But you're not lactose intolerant. It's just you're not used to it. Yeah, like I I, cause I quit drinking milk. Yeah, and so now when I introduce it to my body, it's like a shock to the system. God. Yeah. Geez. So um, I don't drink. Uh, Shout out to Adam Cole and. Undisputed Era. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He said shock to the I, system. I, 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 I went right to wrestling. I thought it was like, I think it was like Billy Idol or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're like shock to the system. Like shout Billy Idol sang that song, didn't he? Shock to the system? I think so. Billy Idol shocked to the system and uh, Peter Gabriel had shocked the monkey. Yeah. A lot of shocks in the, in the 80s. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, was it Billy Idol? It was Billy Idol, right? You look that up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about something I saw on Reddit the other day. Sure. Uh, a dude posted a photo of his dad on vacation in Greece in 1988, and he ran into... Oh, there's also Shock to Your System by Tegan and Sarah. Tegan and Sarah. Yeah. But nobody cares about them. <laughs> Actually, they're pretty good. I like I love them, yeah. yeah they're, they're really... <laughs> I shouldn't talk shit about new music. Yeah. As far as new music goes, she, she, they're, she, she them. Mm-hmm. They're essentially one human woman. Yeah. But, uh, man, they're really good. I love them. They're like from Tegan Calgary, too, I think, right? Uh, they're from somewhere around here. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. definitely Canadian. Yeah. But uh, they came to Reds a couple times, too. They were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Life. Really good band life. Uh, dude posted a photo. Of his dad in Greece in 1988 with David Bowie. Hello, Dave Bowie. So he's with David Bowie, and Bowie apparently invited him to sit on his uh, on his moped. And the guy's like sitting on the moped, dressed like you would expect a guy who's sitting on a moped with David Bowie to dress. Yeah. Super innocent. Except he's got his hand gingerly on David Bowie's hip. And he's, uh, he's very into Bowie. And it was like actually a pretty cute photo. And then all the people who posted in the, in the comments section was like, well, it looks like your dad fucked David Bowie. I'm just saying... But that's what happened. Oh, I've... you should get your DNA checked because David Bowie might even be your father. I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe his power went into your dad's penis because your dad is nuts to butts with David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know is sitting on him. I would. Uh, I would handle David Bowie too. I would. I admit it. I, I, mean, I, fucking, I fucking love that guy, man. man. He's 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 the man. But uh, what couldn't he do? What couldn't he do? Yeah. But the the post was old school cool. My mm-hmm. dad at David Bowie. Yeah. And the following post was today I fucked up by posting a photo of my dad at David Bowie. <laughs> Because immediately he's like, like immediately a thread went from like, hey, cool photo of your dad and David Bowie, just so you know your dad fucked David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, really, is that like, is that such a, is that such like a hard badge to wear? I think if your dad had sex with David Bowie, that's like. How many people would care? 
Who would care? But yeah. like, would that not be a cool story? Yeah. Cool story, bro. Mm-hmm. Your dad, like a rock music even if it, icon. Even, even, even if there was like a like small possibility. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think people take it the wrong way. They're like, it's gay, man. I'm like, you know, it's still David Bowie, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to be gay when somebody told me their dad fucked David Bowie. Yeah, some like, people, That's some, cool. Yeah, some people have, like, get raped in prison. Like, my dad... <laughs> My dad got my dad. My dad almost had sex with David Bowie. Okay. Oh, you you scared me there for a minute. Oh. He said some people get raped in prison. My dad. It's like oh oh you're just completing the thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I oh, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, my dad shared a moped with David Bowie. Okay. Yeah, it was it was a pretty cool photo. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I would sit like that with Bowie, but there's nothing wrong with sitting like that with Bowie. Yeah. It was. Uh, <laughs> very... I put that on my mantelpiece. Yeah, you put that on your I would have bought my fireplace. I'd be like, yeah, look at that. That's my dad and David Bowie. I'd be like, that's David Bowie. See that? Who's the other guy? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's David Bowie. <laughs> that's David Bowie. Who's the guy butts to nuts with David Bowie? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh. Reading, ahead. Uh, reading an article about... Uh, I don't know. I don't know like how much of it is. Um, we're doing a very po- uh, potpourri episode today. I don't know how much of it is is true. I can't remember where I saw it. It's probably in Metro or some shit like that. But they're talking about people uh, who wash their clothes and the way you wash your clothes and the method with which people wash their clothing. If you do like your your shirts and then you put your stuff in there and then your underoos and all that kind of crap, it's very likely. That your fresh shirts that you put in first are still being washed by a small amount of water that's sitting in the bottom of the thing of the washing machine. I know you're looking a little bit scared here, but there may be a a small amount of poop on all your t-shirts. Now, this, I think, concerns people who have bad hygiene. Yeah, that's... I don't think this is in relation to, like, normal normal human beings who wash their clothing properly, don't shit their pants... You know, bathe properly after using the washroom uh-huh. or, or you know, in general. I think this relates to people who have bad, bad hygiene. I think the majority of human beings out there have bad hygiene. Yeah, I think there's there's certain, there's levels to like, you know, there's, there's okay, I, I'll shower once every two days. Yeah. And then you'll be like, okay, <laughs> I shower every day. Yeah. And then there's like, I'll sh- I shower two, two times a day or something like that, right? Once yeah. in the morning, once at night or after a workout. Like I have to then... Some people just end up like, you know, once a week I'll shower. I'll take three showers a day because I have to go to the gym. I wake up in the morning. I go to the gym. And then I'll, I have to shower before I go to sleep, right? So there are levels. There are levels. And it all depends, like, you know, what your bathroom habits are. Exactly. So And like, how good you are in there. And how, and how often do you change your underwear? Are you wiping your ass? Yeah. I mean, are you taking care of it down there? Yeah. Like, is this kind of important? It is. It's... Everyone should get a bidet. Like, I swear to God. It's like, <laughs> Ow. I was kind of hoping you'd go that way, but yeah. you, you invested in one. And the best thing that you've ever done, you say. Everyone should have one. Everybody should have one. Everyone should have one. They they are incredible. They're incredible. Like it's it's once once you okay, I think I've said this before. Yes. It's you, I'm not no, making this have. up. Yeah, you cannot go back. Cuz you uh, cuz you will never you're just like you're so clean. I haven't used one myself. Oh yeah. But but I do understand why people would. Because it seems to me like I I'm I'm one of those guys I do not like being filthy. It's I, I wake up in the morning I like to shower. I work out every day, so mm-hmm. I shower before after my workout. Mm-hmm. Not before my workout, but I shower after my workout. Yeah. Some of those guys who likes to, to maintain my... But there are people I know who are filthy, mm-hmm. who probably are one of these poop people. They say it's like a pea-sized... If you took all the poop off all your clothing, it would amount to like a pea-sized oh, amount of poop. Yeah. Which leads me to think that, I, like, yeah. that, that, that there's, there, there's more gross people out there than we realize. Yeah, and there's... there Who need a bidet. Yeah, they're animals. They're and animals. So, yeah, so, like, I would... I, I, yeah, I would stress that every like they're not they're not expensive at all. 
You, no, they're like less than two hundred dollars. No, no, you, they're like they're like four, minus forty dollars. Get out of town. Yeah, you just ins- it takes ten minutes to install it. Huh? And it's just a knob, and you know, you just the knob like there, and then it sh- it cleans you completely. Fires a jet stream up butt. Yeah, helps to get all cleaned up. And after you're done, you feel like you just took a shower. That's a. Oh, it takes ten minutes to install. I swear to God, it takes no time at all. It is a it is a phenomenal concept. I mean, the French did it for years. Yeah, it's it's they yeah bidet. It's named after. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not a bit it. It's not a bit it. Yeah, it's a bidet. It's a silent et. Yeah, because they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, like I've I've been I've had one for about three years, and I was like, like you I, can't I would, go back. No, it's like I will. Even when I was at work, I'm like, uh, I was like, I'm not going until I go home. Oh wow. Holy Mazella! Because you know what, you, know, you would you would hold it. Yeah. Holy. If I would, if it, it, unless it's an emergency, then I would like go home. Yeah. And, but like, then I would just take. I'd have to go home and take a shower, just just based on that. Exactly. But it's uh, well, but when you do have one, it's like you like after you, like if, but once you okay, let's say you have one and mm. you, then you don't use it. Let's say you're in, you're in a public place or whatever that right. You feel gross. You know it. Yeah, you feel gross. Yeah, yeah. No, there you got poop on you. Yeah, so like you're actively touching poop. Yeah, because you know, like, because every time you do it, you just you just feel like, oh man, I wish I had a high powered hose that would just wash my backside. <laughs> That's I, what this is. I wish I had a high powered hose wherever you are. You're you're in a public toilet somewhere, yeah, or a friend's toilet, whatever it is, whatever it is, and you just wish you had a high powered hose, just blast your asshole clean. Yeah. And there's oh no move, there's God. no there's no moving parts or anything. You just attach it, split it with your your main water line. Sit it right right on top of it, and the jet just goes, whoosh, and it's perfectly aimed. All you have to do is just wiggle your ass. How does the jet go? Huh? How does the jet go? Whoosh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> you are the king of sound. Yeah, man. It's a uh, it's it's such a worthy investment. I would it's do. remarkable. Yeah. I just the 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 reason like it it all kind of like uh, stuck in my head was the idea of yeah. Number one, you've got one, so I knew you'd be you'd be interested in that. Mm-hmm. Number two, people are gross. Number three, um, bad hygiene because that whole story of the dude who had the fucking heart attack because he picked some popcorn out of his teeth. Hear about oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Now that's got to be bad dental hygiene. Yeah, for it sure. It has to be. Yeah. That that can't be that he just picked some popcorn and bacteria somehow got in there. The guy used like the pen cap, the cap of a pen, then he used a piece of wire, and then he oh your bidet. And then he uh he used a a nail, a rusty nail to pull the popcorn out. That just sits right there. Yep. Well that is that that's is a hot and wonderful. cold one too. I just have a cold one. I don't know if we're gonna if we're gonna have that, but we'll and I'll put a photo up. I'm yeah. not gonna hold that thing up there. That is that is a. You, you just have a cold one. Yeah, I just had a cold one. I don't want the hot cold one. Well, there you uh, go, I want man. warm water. Yeah, that's touch. That, that, I think that's t- that's that's touch too. So, <laughs> oh man, forty five dollars. Yeah, and there's less waste that you know for like for for toilet paper. Well, I mean, you're not smearing toilet paper against your butt. See, that's that's another thing too, right? That's all you're doing when you're uh, if you don't have one. I'm uh, I'm one of those guys who I will I will openly admit this, and not everybody wants to hear it. So you know, just don't listen for a few seconds. I don't like that soft toilet paper. I think a soft toilet paper is just like it's just not it's not doing the work. You gotta get sandpaper. Like you gotta. I was you gotta just about get, to like, say, that, like, do you use sandpaper? Yeah, you gotta use that one ply angry shit that you mm-hmm. get in like the public toilets because that stuff is just like it's doing the job more than that that cushion. And I don't want to see those bears anymore either. I don't like those bears on what TV. Those, what about those kittens? Yeah, no, no, that's mm-hmm. gross. Who's wiping? Are you wiping your ass with a kitten? Well, actually, you know, my my uh, my cousin told me uh, in in Montreal. This was years ago. He told me a funny this joke. He goes. He goes, I was talking, uh, I was, uh, there was a bear and he was uh, walking around uh, the forest and he found this rat, this white rabbit. And he asked, uh, he oh, asked the rabbit, go bad. and he goes, the rabbit goes, Hey man, does your uh, fur ever get dirty when you take a crap? And then uh, the rabbit goes, no. So he took the rabbit and wiped his ass. 
No, that's not a joke. That's that's just that's that's playground humor, man. That is, yeah. I think I heard it when I was in elementary. That is wonderful playground humor. I I do like that. Yeah, so, that's cute. Yeah, but um, but in all seriousness, I think I know I've been pushing for this for like a year. Um, if the bidet people are listening, you should get one. They should send us because all you're doing is smearing back there. You're not doing anything. That sounds yeah, kind of gross, but like that's all you're doing. Literally, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a matter of hygiene. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of like where you want. Forty bucks, man. That's, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just the the idea that some people have bad hygiene kind of freaks me out. Yeah, How many people are like the the tooth guy? No, 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 there's there's numerous places like that. Like even like when I go to Best Buy or something like that, some guys like who work there, the, like oh. they're just like you walk past them, and they're like fuck, yeah, you, some, like, you're disgusting. Days you shower? of bo. Yeah, just bo. Yeah, and then like. I see some of the the girls there that I t- that I talk to. I'm like, and they walk by these guys. I'm like, aren't like, doesn't that offend you? You need to tell that guy he stinks. Yeah, like tell tell that guy like take a shower, change his clothes, change his shirt. Like, just that's gross. Oh, I had a dude I was uh, talking to. That's that's like not wearing deodorant or like showering. Well, I think what they're yeah. doing is they're taking that that cl- that shirt they wore and they're sweating into it and they're putting it in their closet and then they're wearing it again. And mm-hmm. They're sweating into it again. Yeah, and then it gets like that double layer. Of bo, yeah. I understand that you have to wear the same shirt every day for like uh, if you're going to work or something like that. You I can have a couple, but like I would get like I would ask for three. I just do a wash cycle. You know, you could just stay clean. Like you could wash yourself. You could you could just get that soap out. Yeah. and rub it in your armpits, or just wear or just wear a t- wear a t-shirt underneath. There you go. There's another part. There's of it. a there's there's a problem solver right there. But a lot of those things too, man. They're wickaway shirts, right? They're, yeah, they are. They're, 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 they're dry. That they're dry fit. Dry fit shit, and that dry fit shit stinks. Yeah, because it absorbs. It absorbs all of it, and yeah. it holds on to it. Mm-hmm. It's easy to clean, but like if you don't wash it, it's going to smell Yeah, terrible. it's a sweat sponge. It's a, it, that's, exa- that's a great way yeah. to put it. It is a sweat sponge. Mm-hmm. It's a big old sweat-absorbing blue rag. It's just yeah. really smell terrible. <laughs> but then like people don't know either. I mean, the idea that um, I think the, the dental thing weirded me out so much. I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people realize. Like When they say you're, you had plaque in your arteries... It's coming in from your mouth. That thing is still piping hot. Yeah, I know, man. It's been here for a while, and it's still... Uh, don't worry, I'm going to clean everything here, so don't worry about it. All right, it's all good. But um, people don't realize, right? I mean, like, you've got to have good dental hygiene to maintain good internal health. Yeah. Because, like, if you if you don't brush your teeth, if you don't floss your teeth, if you don't have your teeth cleaned, mm-hmm. all that shit's being, like, you're ingesting it. Mm-hmm. Little by little, it's going into your heart and your lungs. That's always a, it's always a tell, right? People who, like, he had a heart attack. Clearly, he's got bad dental health. Mm-hmm. He's got bad like dental hygiene. If he's got bacteria in his tooth that he pulled out with a rusty nail, <sighs> yeah, with some popcorn. I know, like that's I've never seen a person who has to like clean their teeth and then get a tetanus shot afterwards. Oh god, yeah. Well, that's probably what happened, right? I mean, because he had a, a, a like some bacteria got in there. Yeah. And then he had an infection in his heart. Yeah. And then next thing you know, he's he's got to go. And he was too cheap to get one of those actual real dental tools that you can actually clean your teeth with. Dude, I think it was just straight up bad dental hygiene. Oh yeah. And I mean, he's British. Oh, big book yeah, of British smiles. Yeah. The they, big book of British smiles. They're not, they're not known. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's a why joke. Must, why must like, you turn my office into an office of lies? <laughs> Ralph, All right. Why must you turn my I'm, office I'm into an house of lies? <laughs> uh, but, uh, they, they're all kind of inbred and shit. And they got small palates. Bad yeah. dental health. And, you know, they all look like Prince Charles. I know, man. Yeah, the, uh, not all of them. That, that's the Brits the are wonderful people. Oh, you had somewhere to go with that. No, they are. They no, are no, they good. are. They're, they're, but the thing is, like, like any big city, you're gonna have your assholes. Oh yeah, for sure. That's it. Hundred percent. Yeah. I, the the asshole ratio. Exists but they're also. In but any... the British also fucked India over a long time ago. So it is. Oh fuck them. Yeah. But this this generation didn't do it. But 
that government did it. A, a, a few governments back. Yeah. Also, they, you know, they, they brought in the slaves. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And they robbed India of like of so much shit. Like it's it's reparations are going to be. Wow, there's never going to be reparations. There's never going to be reparations because England can't afford it. <laughs> England can't afford it. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I mean, like it's very it's very rare that you get reparations and shit like that, right? I mean, like like slavery reparations. Yeah. All that kind of stuff almost mm-hmm. never happened. Um, reparations for for the stuff that they've done to other countries probably ain't never going to happen. Nope. Ever ever ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Watchmen kind of brought that up. In a fantasy, in yeah. a fantasy setting with Tulsa, did you watch it? Yet? Yeah, Watchmen is incredible. Yeah, uh, just got into The Witcher. The Witcher, did The you Witcher like, on Netflix. Do you like it? You know, I never played the games, never read the books. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Well, for what yeah. it was? The, the the game is unreal. The the have you played them all though? I played just Witcher three. Oh, three? Yeah. I started playing Witcher three, mm-hmm. and then the card game thing happened, mm-hmm. and I was out. Ah, uh, okay. As soon as I had to learn how to play a card game, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna learn to play this game. I have no interest in playing cards in a video game, so I was out. Uh, actually, I I was I knew about it. I was like, okay, I, I know this game is unreal. Then I watched Conan review it. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it when Conan reviewed it on Clueless Gamer? Yeah, it was it was him and Hater. It was him and somebody. Wasn't no, him it? and Hater did God of War. God of War. Oh uh, yeah, maybe him I and Aaron uh, Blayhart, the guy, his you know the, the internet guy, like the ah the, the he looks like he's fifty five, but he's probably thirty. Yeah, the, yeah, that guy. So him and they were playing Witcher. Okay, well we can watch it afterwards. Yeah, we'll give it a look. It's. After that, I was like, okay, now, now I really have to play this game. Oh, so is that it's good of a... It's so funny. Like, yeah. It had a Steam sale, so I picked it up. Yeah. It's on Xbox Game Pass, and so I just downloaded it, and I started oh, playing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I thought I'll give it a go. Yeah. I, I tried, and then I got into that first bar, and then that the dude is like, here's how you play cards, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Grimble. Here's, oh, yeah. Here's how you play Grimble. I don't even know what's the name, but... The, the, yeah, that, that game has the gabbiest bunch of people you ever meet in your life. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, every rule was like, uh, it was it was basically telling me you're, you're stupid. Do you sure you want to do that? That's not a way to play this game. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, let's try a different card. Oh, yeah. Are you sure you want to do that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get your money. It's like, ah! Yeah, the, ga- the game. Out. I know, the, the game is just too big. It is massive. Yeah, it's a huge, huge I mean, game. Got, like, fuck quests. I mean, there's like a whole... There's over 30 Pokemon endings. screwing all the women. Yeah. You got you to gotta get all the prods to give you a card. You got to win all the card games so they give you, like, perks. Mm-hmm. There's just too much going on. I know, on there's, yeah, there's, there's over, yeah, I think there's over 30 endings in the game. 30 endings. Yeah, that's how big it is. But, uh... That's Fallout big. I know, but but I think, uh, but which is supposed, supposed to be even bigger than that, hmm. is uh, is uh, Cyberpunk 2077. It's supposed to be even bigger. That looks incredible. Yeah. Cyberpunk 2077. is going to be, it's going to be game of the year. I think, oh, I, yeah, I think it's going to, I think, I think it's going to, if, if it comes out at the same time, actually no, it's going to come out, and I think it comes out April this year. It, yeah, well, I think. It's oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, Grand Theft Auto Six is not going to come out this year. It's going to come out next year. But, uh, um, but yeah, Cyberpunk's going to kill everything. You know, I always say it's. Uh, I I call it Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> so instead of like Grand Theft Auto, I've always I even write it down when I talk about it with friends. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. No, I think it'll be Game of the Year. I here here's the deal with that though. I I think it's there are certain games that are going to come out. Like like The Witcher Three, like mm-hmm. Fallout, like um like uh twenty seventy seven, mm-hmm. and they're they're just like you, those are the ones you gotta play. No matter how hard it's gonna be to get through it, turn the turn the setting all the way down. Mm-hmm. Make it make it ridiculously easy to play. Yeah, just get through it. Yeah, just get through you're it. Probably yeah. just gonna have fun. Yeah, you don't need to beat it on the the most ultra high violent hardcore fifty villains per millisecond level. Just yeah. just. Play just it. have fun, yeah. That, have fun. That's kind of like how I play. How usually I play games because mm-hmm. like games now is like there are no, 
there's very there's almost like very little gameplay. That's all it's all quick time movies. Yeah. And oh, so that's the worst. yeah, like 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 uh, Metal Gear Solid or whatever, right? So um yeah, I just I just find that games now are just it's, it's very it's not really about the gameplay anymore. There's very there's not all of them are like that, but like there's a lot of them like that. A ton. Yeah. So God of War really kind of blew it. Yeah, God, God of, of War. War gave yeah. you, it's like there's so many and like God of War two rolled up and it was just like all quick time. Yeah, exactly. I, that, that was my fear of uh, uh Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, that it would like it was kinda like that too, because it kinda has that God of War kind of feeling to it. Yeah. But that's not the case at all. It's not the case. That at all. game is fucking crazy. Yeah. Man. Did was, you play it? That was Ninja Ninja Theory you said, right? No, that's uh that was uh from software. Huh, from Oh yeah, yeah. From software makes good games. Yeah. Well three D dot game heroes? Three mm-hmm. D dot game heroes is just like I mean, it's a super, super hardcore Zelda ripoff. Yeah, but in its own way, it was ridiculously good. Yeah, it's um the uh, and I did not play Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. look, it does. It's hard as hell though. It's yeah, fucking yeah. hard. It's like playing. Uh, remember Ninja Gaiden on Xbox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we that. were talking about that. It had that same. That's why I thought it was um Ninja Theory. I thought yeah. it was like the same. Guy I can't as remember Ninja who Gaiden. did a Ninja Gaiden on Xbox. Who was that? That was Ninja Theory, wasn't it? No, it was someone was else. Was it not? Oh, maybe I could be way off. I thought Ninja Theory was the the bastard team that was behind that. I know that guy. His name is Itagaki. I think that's the last name of the guy who did it. He did, he they did Dead or Alive as well. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because yeah. I think some of the characters are in that. Yeah, there's. Uh, a- that is the last game disc that I ever threw across a room and shattered into a million pieces, and then just waited until Blockbuster Video went under, so I didn't have to pay money for the disc. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I launched that thing, and then once it went flying, I. Uh, I didn't go back to Best Buy ever again. <laughs> or not Best Buy, sorry. Blockbuster Video. I avoided that place, and then lucky for me, they went under. So I didn't have to. Pretty simple. It was made by Team Ninja. Team Ninja. <laughs> That's sort of Team Ninja. Yeah, I, you know, the, my problem with, with Ninja Gaiden was that it looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. The gameplay was really good. Unbelievable. I mean, the controls were incredible. Mm-hmm. But it just felt like... Camera angles were great. Camera angles were great. Yeah, there was almost aesthetically and um, control-wise, there was nothing wrong with that game mm-hmm. at all. Maybe one of the one of the best feeling games to play. Yeah, oh yeah, technically speaking, it was a great game. It was um, just so fucking hard. Like, it yeah. was so hard, but it wasn't even like even the levels of difficulty were fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like remember like it never, yeah, it, it never got like it never start from easy and, and ascended yep. to difficult. It was like this. It was like it is like yeah. It was just it was like hard to harder to harder to harder. Yeah. What bothered me about it is like uh, Castlevania, right? You, you walk out. You're Simon. You got the chain or the whip. You got a, a, a rope whip and a skeleton walks up to you and you got to hit him four times to kill him. So you hit him four times to kill him. But then by the time level three rolls around, mm-hmm. you look at that same skeleton and he just dies. Yeah. Uh, it was like you got stronger. The mm-hmm. character that you were playing got bigger, yeah. got better. The Ninja Gaiden, it was like you hit that first ninja and it takes you 50,000 hits to kill him. And he just gets up and laughs in your face. Yeah. And by the time level forty rolls around, you're still having trouble beating that first level ninja. Yeah, you have to you have to power up like like crazy in that game. Even like you know another game was like that was uh was Zelda two uh, uh the Adventures of Link on NES on NES yeah that was a tough game too man that that game was like uh well not notorious infamously difficult mm-hmm. that was another hard one yeah there that like I know, the, I know the last character that was easy to beat because you have to do is just down just kneel down and just keep doing that. And uh, <laughs> cheap, cheap, just do that. But getting to him was like uh, was impossible. That was a side scroller, right? Side scroller. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was a side scroller. I remember the music. It's it's haunting my recollection now. The Link music because yeah. it was not the original Link music. It was uh, it was different. Yeah. And then there's the most famous Link music, the uh, Legend of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Which is incredible music. I uh, I'm thinking more and more about that 3D Dot Game Heroes. Fuck, that was great. Mm. Did you ever play it? No. 
It was it, it was just a I straight didn't get, up. I didn't I didn't get a chance to play it yet. No. Straight up, uh, rip off a link, but you would do this thing where you'd power your sword up. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the whole the whole Zelda skeleton or the the Simon Belmont skeleton sword bullshit mm-hmm. bullshit thing. In that game, your sword would get so powered up that it would take up the entire screen. So you would just like walk in, like you would walk into a screen knowing there are enemies in there, but you are so powered up that mm-hmm. you just hit your button and it's just gigantic blade. The the went the length and width of your screen, a sixteen by nine sword would just kill fucking everything. Holy shit! <laughs> just walk through. It was just it was ridiculous. The whole idea, the concept behind it was ridiculous. Nice. The uh, yeah, because I remember uh, um, that kind of reminds me of uh, what's his face's sword in uh Transformers, uh, um. What's his name? Fortress Maximus's sword. Yes. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Fort Max's sword was just a joke. Mm-hmm. It was just 14 feet wide and six feet long. Mm-hmm. It was just a, a tuna can. <laughs> sword <laughs> okay. was like a tuna can with a handle in it. I finally saw Bumblebee. How was it? Uh, have you seen it? I've seen it. I was so pleasantly surprised. I was too. I could not believe how much shit I talked about the Transformers movies for the longest time about all the mistakes they made to not giving us our childhood back. Mm-hmm. And this dude rolls up and just hands us our childhood. Mm-hmm. He just says, here you go. Mm-hmm. Just be happy for two yeah, hours. Yeah, it was, it, was it was a really good Transformers movie. Ah, it was incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the Cybertron intro, I, I had seen it before on my phone, so I, I knew what to expect, mm-hmm. so I kind of knew what was going to happen to it. But man, when it gets going on a big screen... On that screen? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the first five minutes are insane. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. I mean, it feels like you're watching the movie, like mm-hmm. Transformers the movie. It, yeah. just, it felt like you're watching all that shit that was in your head. Yeah, it's got an 80s vibe to it. It's like, it's got it all. They got the touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they literally had the touch. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was in the movie. I was really surprised. <laughs> I was surprised I didn't mind the the broad, the little kid there, the Seinfeld, Steinfeld. Oh, uh, Haley Steinfeld—is that her name? I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah I like her. Yeah, Haley. I forgot what mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, I liked her. I thought mm-hmm. she was really good in it. Yeah, she she's good in everything she does. Actually, True she, Grit. True Grit. She's <laughs> unreal in True Grit. That's right. That's was, when uh, that's when I first saw her. Yeah, I think that's when everybody first yeah. saw her. She was uh, insanely good in True mm-hmm. Grit. Um, yeah, I, I just thought like the whole thing, the entire package, the way it was handed to us, even mm-hmm. John Cena. You know, I mean, the whole time I was kind of like rooting for John Cena to become a good guy, <laughs> and he did. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I, I was pleasantly surprised all the way through. So if they do get a sequel, it'd be nice to see. Actually, you know what's you know what else is coming out is uh is Snake Eyes. Get out of town. Yeah. Wait, are we gonna get like a Ray Park? They Snake want Eyes? they they want to uh, resurrect the GI Joe franchise. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Because you know I did so well. Yeah. The first couple times around. Snake Eyes is the good one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Storm yeah. Shadows. Storm Shadows the yeah. battle. Yeah. Well, yeah. objectively. Speaking. Objectively speaking, yeah. Storm Shadow has got issues. Yeah. But Storm Shadow is he's been on the side of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. But you know he he always. Yeah. See Snake Eyes in trouble. And he's like, oh, help my brother. And he yeah, I don't, yeah. So that's that's coming out. Um, they still want to redo. They still want to re- redo Highlander. I don't know, man. Just give me a give me a proper sequel. Mm-hmm. So, like Bumblebee. You don't have to redo the whole thing. You just gave me a proper sequel. Yeah. And I was I was happy with that. Yeah, because like, well, Bumblebee's cool good because it's, it's it has an attachment to a successful franchise, right? Not critically, but like. Uh, I'm, I'm over shitting all over that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, we've talked about it already a couple times. I'm kind of over shitting all over Michael Bay, and he's mm-hmm. at least you know what you get. Yeah, I just want the only reason I want to see another Transformers movie, like I, where I would see one. Mm-hmm. I want to see where if Unicron does come, Do they out. actually get him out there. You, Unicron would be would be ridiculous. Yeah, is is he is he Earth? Unicron is Earth because at the, at the at the end of the last main Transformers movie. 
You know, it, yeah, I haven't seen that one. The it, ninth one, the, the one where Optimus Prime goes rogue. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I've only seen the ending. Uh, so, um, <laughs> like, like the, the end, like actual like scenes, like the cre- end credit, like mm-hmm. after the end credits, there's this woman walking through. I think she's one of the she's the she's the Quintesson. Oh no! She's walking the desert, and there's all these like scientists. These and they're they're and then you could see these horns coming out of the desert, and it's Unicron's horns. Oh! And she's like, she doesn't. She's like, don't wake him. They're like, who? She's and then she says, Unicron. Oh, so you, <laughs> so Earth was Krypton all along. Oh, brutal. That's crazy. So yeah, I don't know. So um, it would be pretty rad if if yeah, if Unicron was actually Earth. Yeah, because like because Unicron is the twin brother of uh, Primus. Yeah, he's the 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 evil to Primus's yeah. you know somewhat benign good guyness. Yeah, because Primus is Cybertron. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. so Unicron is the uh, the opposite end of that. Yeah, he's 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 chaos compared to order. Oh my god. Okay, now so much, uh, yeah, now we're nerding out like now crazy. we're nerding out. So so much eighties awesome. Yeah. Oh, let's see what else. Plowing ahead. Plowing ahead. Uh, our British guy there. Hey, Aunt Becky is now going to be known as Aunt Boyka. <laughs> She's learning to fight. She's going to like martial arts people. Is she fighting so, in the? Is she going to be fighting in prison? Prison warfare. Apparently, she thinks that prison's going to be tough. Apparently, oh, is that how she's prepping for it? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Aunt Becky is like, I don't want to get beat up in prison because you know I'm rich and they're not, and I cheated the system and they didn't. So is she watching Orange is the New Black, or I think so. Okay. I think she's watching a lot of Orange is the New Black. Um, she's scared of all the people she's going to run into. So she has. Hired... She's definitely. She's definitely going to prison. Sorry, dear. She's definitely going to prison. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She, no. It, it looks like. I would say there's like a 99% chance that she's going to prison mm-hmm. unless somehow she's like, I was guilty, plea bargain, and she gets in. So Felicity, haven't she, she she went to prison. She's in there right now. Is right? she like six months or she's still there? Yeah, because Ricky Gervais said like, yeah, she she uh, she stamped the license plate of his limo like that he, yeah, that he yeah. showed up in. <laughs> God, he was a savage. I'm not a big fan of the Golden Globes and stuff, but I did watch all of his stuff in that one stream they put together. Yeah. He was, uh, he was aggro. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, um, yeah, that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty harsh. I mean, I think I think the reason Ricky Gervais gets away with it is he's not the kind of like he's not a hypocrite. No, he's, he's he hasn't changed. Yeah, he hasn't changed. He's the same guy that he's always been. He's told the same jokes for the longest time. Yeah, he uh, he practices what he preaches. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't he doesn't get in bed with a lot of people who are going to, uh, you know, be called out for giving you a pedophile sex ring. <laughs> like he's not that guy. So when he hits you. People look for a way to get him, and he's like, hey, "This is I'm I'm untouchable. Okay, I'm yeah. the Teflon Don." Yeah, like he's like the Dave Chappelle of like of of yeah, right. things. Yeah, he's a white Dave Chappelle. Did you uh? Yeah, because I think there was. Did you hear what he said about like the costumed heroes and like all you're doing is like uh, working out and taking steroids? And he's like, "Is there an Oscar for like the most like <laughs> steroid junkie?" And then he's like, "Oh, there's already an, someone already won an award for that." Was that was that joke at uh, that was that was there was that Rob, was that joke at uh, Robert Downey Jr. Was it Robert Downey Jr. or, or he said Hugh like, Jackman? I'm not sure. He's like, is there like a, he said like, he goes, you're just a, like a bunch of, uh, just a, these guys are just steroid doing freaks. steroid, yeah, steroid, he made freaks, a steroid right? joke. He goes, yeah. wasn't it, he goes, wasn't there, wasn't, isn't there an Oscar for like, uh, or an award for like most uh, roided up junkie? And he says, oh, by the way, oh, wait, no, never mind. That that joke, is, that uh, that award's already been given out. Oh man, oh, I th- that I, night, I th- huh? So I think he said that. I think that was a that was a knock on Robert Downey a Jr. Dig on old uh, Robert Downey Jr. Shit, I don't know. I I don't know how much like juice Robert Downey Jr. has really done. He's done a lot. Of well, drugs. I think he's a ju- he's a ju- he's, he's the junkie too. So I think they're talking about his uh, his drug use. Could too. be shit. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that that would be a hit at The Rock or at, uh, at Hugh Jackman if it was more relevant. Could have been that too. Yeah, could have been that as well. Yeah. But I, I do agree. remember him saying that. 
his whole line about just take your award, pray to your God, thank your get agent, the fuck out, get yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. Like that guy is he just did not give a shit. No. Nope. Which is terrific. Good, man. Like what well, the thing is too is that okay, I understand that you're gonna uh he goes, This is all these jokes are gonna be at your expense. These are jokes. Yeah. They're just jokes. But he took it to the limit, which mm-hmm. I loved. He's like he pushed it as far as he could, which is brilliant. The Judy Dench munching on her own twat joke. Fuck, he just he did not give a shit. And after he's, and then he goes, he goes, I goes, he goes, what did he say after that? He goes, I goes, ah, whatever. She's old school. <laughs> she is, man. I love and you that. You know what? She probably doesn't give a shit about she it either. She doesn't care either. She's, she's like, oh, whatever. About it. Yeah. I was just reading about it. Like, she's a he, dame. She doesn't care. She's a dame. It'd be like, uh, like Patrick Stewart getting mad at, you know, James Corden for being chubby. Yeah. Which he did. Yeah. He's like, yeah. James, Corden, <laughs> James Corden was a fat pussy. Oh yeah. And he was in Cats. <laughs> yeah. He's in Cats. <laughs> Oh man, Ricky Gervais is something else. Yeah, yeah, he's like the white Dave Chappelle. He can kind of kind of just say what he wants to say. Did you see that when Chappelle got the Mark Twain Award? Oh no, I didn't. Did you should watch that yeah, man? That's that crazy. Because it wasn't just Chappelle. Somebody else is a part of that too, right? There was uh, there was a bunch else. of people in there. Um, like all the fa- like all great comedians were there. Yeah. Um, Chappelle's speech was unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it was it was unreal. You should watch it on YouTube. It's crazy. I give it a look. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I no longer have the old PBS there, so I kind of miss that. It's on YouTube. You can find. Things. You yeah. can find it. Yeah. Give it a look. That, that is terrific. There's not a lot of that anymore, right? Where you get like a real, like a legit. Because I mean, especially now, like in the last five, five, four or five years, mm-hmm. like everybody, the call out culture is so huge. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get a whole lot of guys out there who show up like Chappelle and just kind of like say what they want to say. Oh yeah, rated, yeah exactly. Guns, it's all rated R. Yeah. Tell, tell you what you think. Yeah. He's like, look at me. He's like, I'm smoking indoors. He's like, I got, no one gives a shit. Nobody <laughs> <So he> cares. <laughs> Freaking J.K. Rowling got called out while we were off. Mm-hmm. For being like transphobic and stuff, right? Yeah. Because like now the feminists and the uh, and the transgendered women they hate each other now. Because mm-hmm. like I think what they call feminists they call them like turfs. Yeah. Trans trans exclusionary, like radical feminists. Mm-hmm. So like they're all they're all at war. And then somebody, I think that's what Ricky Gervais was worried about when he got into the Golden Globes, because mm-hmm. he defended J.K. Rowling's stance on like feminists being fired from jobs. I can't remember exactly how the whole thing went down, but somebody got fired mm-hmm. because essentially they they made a tweet about protecting women's rights, yeah, while protecting uh, trans rights mm-hmm. differently than how they protect women's rights, yeah. I, I think that's how it went. That's I think that's and then the whole that, thing that, went that has shit. to be a stance. I I think you can have them both. I mean, at the same time, can we not? I mean, we should have protections for for people who are in danger of mm-hmm. being, uh, yeah, I don't know, physically abused, mentally, emotionally assaulted. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Like, we should have some protections in there. Whatever, whatever the whatever it is. At the same time, there are other people out there who also feel like they might get abused by other people as well. And that's, I think, where feminism or feminists sit, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to have... We maybe don't want to share a room with somebody who used to be a guy because I'm fucking terrified, mm-hmm. you know? So can't we not also kind of see their perspective? Yeah. But then again, like, she says something about, like, can't we see their perspective? And then trans people are just like, go to hell, you Go devil hell. woman. Yeah. Die, 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 die. Yeah, like, I know. Fuck. Yeah. I know. I, th- I think... Everybody needs to chill and talk more. That's the thing, and that's the thing too. You can't tell anyone to chill anymore. They're no, just, man. They'll be like, "Don't tell me how to feel." Don't tell me how to feel. There was a a Twitter a Twitter rant I was reading. Uh, kind of went in that way. I'll, I'll try to see if I can find it later on. But the whole idea was a guy talked about that. He's like, "We don't talk enough anymore." The guy's like, "You're stupid." He's like, "See what I'm saying? Like that's not conversation. That's you not conversation you're stupid. Yeah. Your point your point of view is wrong, and mm-hmm. you should die." Yeah. It's like that's what you get now. It's like, yeah. I make a I may I say, hey, everybody should have rights, but sometimes we need to have different rights. I mean, to talk about how those rights are going to come into play. And everybody's like, what do you mean? I can't have the same rights as you? It's like, no, you kind of can't. 
Yeah, you I, have different rights. Yeah, I, th- I think the best thing any any if there's any virtue that anyone could have right now that's the most valuable to them mm-hmm. is patience. Patience. Oh, yeah, nailed it. Yeah, if if you can just like not get triggered. Yeah, and you could be like, okay, if you can take in what that person is saying, if you can quickly calculate in your head and like and just not like lash out, not lose your shit, and just be like, okay, just be calm. Okay, now okay, I, I, I now I now I know who I'm dealing with. And I know, and I, I, I know how to approach this. Okay, like the, well, the art of conversation and the art of rational debate. Yeah. To come back around to the beginning, of what you're talking about is dead. Like people just can't seem to, uh, to hold a rational, non-freakout mm-hmm. online conversation anymore. Yeah. I mean, like we, we used to make fun about it when YouTube was doing their thing, mm-hmm. where I think there's an actual, an actual study that came out about how. If you go down to a certain threshold of YouTube YouTube comments, when there's when there's more than like a thousand, mm-hmm. at some number there's like an average number you hit before Nazism or racism or transphobia yeah. or or uh, homophobia pops yeah. up, mm-hmm. and it, it, whatever the video is, at some point in that comment thread, like there's like a like a comment threshold. As soon as it hits like three hundred comments one of those four pops up yeah it's just like it just happens mm-hmm. like somebody shows up and they're like you're gay so you don't matter it's poo yeah, I know. nazi it's like oh they yeah. both showed up and they show you go oh you will comment i got away with i could say this to them and like right i'm like yeah like people think like that those shock comments will like uh oh they'll raise your status they'll raise your status i mean no it doesn't it makes you sound like you're uneducated well it, may, it raises your status in, in your horseshit friends yeah, exactly the one thing that uh the one that i always got on on youtube too is like um i was watching Oh shit! This is like last week. I think I was watching a video with Danny Nasanto, and it's like a martial arts thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just something I wanted to learn. So I was like, I was thinking about this this technique that uh, Paul Vunek uses and Danny Nasanto uses, uh, and it was like uh, something about it was a knife tactic. I won't get too much into it, but reading it, eventually I got to I, I just got in there. I'm like I'll just read the YouTube comments to see if anybody says like a, a time code in this long ass video that I can just jump to and see. And then one guy's comment in there was like. This is dumb. He's dumb. His shit is fake. This is fake. That's bullshit. It was all crap. Bruce Lee wasn't real. I'm like, oh, it's one of those comments. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, I'm going to go into his YouTube to see what he does. And the way he was talking about it was as if he was like some sort of law enforcement official who knows fighting. Yeah. So I kind of go into his videos, and it's like a video about a horse. I'm like, oh, he's probably fucking 15 or 16 years old. Yeah. He just he has one video about a horse out here. He wants some attention. He just wants some attention. He wants to be like one of those guys who's like an armchair expert. But he's got like no relevant information. Now, if he had a, a 14 videos of him and his local dojo teaching anything, I don't know, wrist breaks, something, just teaching like break balls, just anything, I'd be like, oh, look, he has some sort of information. But, but then again, like people who are just making those blunt sledgehammer comments, yeah. just saying like or those uneducated comments and be mm-hmm. like, you know what, if he, he knew what you were talking about, he would be like, guys, you know what, have you thought about this? Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm doing like this. And yeah. like, uh, and then be part, be part of a conversation. Yes. Instead of being, uh, the guy that um, is just like being annoying and just be like, you know what, shut the fuck up. Like exactly right. Yeah. So no, you're exactly yeah, right. So. He would he would have entered differently. Yeah. You're like so. So you're dealing I, with a child. You're, you're dealing with a child, and I think that's regardless like, of age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point too. You're right. Regardless of age, mm-hmm. you're dealing with like a 40 year old uneducated child yeah. who just yells random things into the air. Yeah. Like the the. the the loss of civil discourse is just rampant now. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so. But I think that's like, it comes back to something I've always said, and I think you've you've said similar as well, is that people who comment on Twitter or on YouTube, whatever, Instagram, whatever it is, if there's a, if there's a comment section, they're not experts. 
because the experts are actually out there doing things that experts do. Mm-hmm. They're out there doing the stuff, walking the walk, talking the talk, living the life of an expert, creating content that some schmuck is going to comment on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the experts are not the ones out there making dumb comments on YouTube videos. No. They're too busy being experts. Yeah. Yeah, so... It's like even getting mad about it. Like I look at myself where I get so fired up over the whole thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. why am I getting fired up over it? I know. I think the um, one thing I, I really subscribe to, and I think a lot of people should know this when they're when they they should know this when they get older, is that you should d- like do things that that help you learn something. Mm-hmm. Like because uh, uh, we are we're all gonna get when you, everyone gets to that age, whether you're 40 or to your, your 50s, we're like, you know what? You have to do things that ins- excite you, right? Yeah. When you're 50, you can't go skydiving or something. Okay, you can if you want you to, can, right? You can, but, but like, uh, but I see like, what you mean. Yeah, you should be doing things that kind of enrich your life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the, so shitting on someone, sitting, like, you know, people are having this conversation about something like how, you know, something that you're interested about, like, you know, certain MMA stuff or like some fighting stuff, right? If you are, you came out of nowhere and insulted it, that means like either you are either seeking attention um, or on the plus side, you may want to learn something. Why don't you be? Why don't you be like? You know what? I've always wanted to know about that. I've always wanted to learn that. Like right. I'm curious about that. Why? So like, I don't know. People still like pe- people don't want to learn anything anymore. It's more like they they want to be famous or like want to be noticed or want to be triggered or whatever it is. So. No, you're absolutely right. People yeah. are they're lacking. I think the majority. I don't think that's like a. It's it's shitty for us to make that blanket statement. But the majority of people... There's a lot of people out there like that. There's a lot of people out yeah. there who just... They don't want to learn so much as they want to comment and seem like they're really smart. Yeah. Like they know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah. The, the um, yeah, is it, like, the, the, Does that actually make your life better? When yeah, you're just right? like When you're just like making like these... Uh, when you're making all these like sl- snide comments and like you're um, shitting on stuff that people are just like either into or the, what they respect or... Uh, you know, you're just you're just you're just uh, taking a wrecking ball to it, and you're just like, why don't you just try to learn something? Yeah, just just put the effort into not being an idiot. Yeah, exactly. I you you you'd, you'd be surprised. Like, you'd be surprised. Yeah, you made a great comment like four or five episodes ago. Oh man, we're having a little a little uh, audio boost that happens every now and then. You made a uh, <laughs> a comment of like four or five episodes ago about how um, you should try to learn more about the thing that you're talking about mm-hmm. before you talk about it. Yeah, and I was like, that's something I've, I've always tried to do, but I, I really like the fact that you put it out there as well. That, like, you should try if you're gonna make a comment about anything, mm-hmm. whatever it is, yeah. fucking making toast, mm-hmm. whatever it is, before you tell somebody else how to do it properly, do you actually know how to do it? Yeah. Like, do you actually have an idea of how to do it, or are you just saying things because somebody's talking about something and you want to seem like you know what they're talking about? Yeah, like it, it's 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 true in all facets. I think, like you know, when you're talking about. Like when you're talking about religion, right? Like if mm-hmm. you're talking about how, um, let's say you're an atheist, right? Yeah. Are you, are you an atheist because uh, you let let it go like when you were a kid, and if you, um, and you have like, um, really like you know, uh, ironclad arguments about ag- against religion, right? Not disrespecting it because like you know what, this mm-hmm. is why I believe, this is why I'm steadfast in it. But uh, I I respect the fact that you do believe in it, right? But you, yeah. you can have a rational conversation with someone who's on the opposite end of what, what you believe in, right? Mm-hmm. Or are you just regurgitating what Richard Dawkins or Sam Harris said to you, right? Mm-hmm. So that that, that that that's an example, right? You know, so if, if someone says to you like, why do you like, um, like why are you are you an atheist? Are you are you just like a you just choose not to believe anything? Yeah. Or, or you choose like you know the agnostic? What's are, your deal? Yeah. What's your deal, right? So or. Are you militant about it? Like, are you like, are you just like, you know, you tell people like, you know what? Why do you believe in religion? That's bad or stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, so like, but the, if you're educated in it, that means you can have rational conversations about it, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
that's enriching, I think. I know. I, I yeah. think it's that's one right. example. Yeah, now, that's a great example too. Because yeah. I think a lot of times you'll see, especially like, and you see, you see it on YouTube with atheists and atheist videos, where somebody who has like a Dawkins or a, or a Hitchens or somebody will have a or Stephen Fry will have like a conversation or a comment. Yeah. And then you'll see the comments online, like on the on the YouTube video afterwards, mm-hmm. about somebody who's like, "Well, no, atheism is stupid because because yeah. like I have faith and faith is faith is everything. Yeah. If you don't have faith, you're an idiot. Yeah. It's like I can't talk to you if you don't have faith. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, like look, man, I get that maybe you feel like somebody's attacking your religion or mm-hmm. attacking your point of view. Yeah. But maybe attacking, not, yeah, attack, that's a, that's a key word, attacking, right? Yeah, but maybe they're not attacking it. No, maybe they're just having a conversation about why they don't, why they no longer believe in God. Yeah, because they've just had maybe greater life experience than you. No, yeah. I talked to a guy years ago, like five or six years ago. That first became like an argument the second I brought this whole idea up to him. But little by little, he started noticing what I was saying, and we didn't exactly come to a uh, an understanding that like he was right or I was right or I was wrong, he was wrong. Yeah, we just kind of had this like, oh, I see where it's coming from. Like we both kind of had that. He was younger and I was talking about how like I, I like to learn about religion. I like to learn about um, all stuff. And he happened to be dressed in uh, like northern European regalia at the time. Mm-hmm. So he had like some Thor's crosses or he had hammers and stuff. So I started talking about like things and Thingvar and like we're like I, I just like love of Norse mythology for at, at that time. So it was like relevant to what he was what he was doing. So he had all these ideas in his head. They all seem to be coming from somewhere. Like he's rebelling against something, but he didn't really know what it was. Yeah. And it was, I think, his parents' Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like he's and he was trying to find his own. Like he was like researching his own last name, and uh, and trying to like find reasons to believe in something else based on where he thought his family was from. Mm-hmm. And then like he was still kind of stuck on the Christianity thing and kept going back to it and go back to it and go back to it. And in my head, I was like, well, how old are you? And he's like, that doesn't fucking matter. What does it, what should even matter? What does it matter how old I am? My age shouldn't matter. I'm like, ooh, number one. Chill, but number yeah. two, I'm well, I'm just saying, like, you maybe don't have that much, uh, you haven't got that much distance away, time wise, from when you were younger and you believe what your parents told you believe. So you're conflicted because of that. That's yeah. all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that you you're still too close to these beliefs from when you were a kid. Because mm-hmm. if you're under 25, you're probably still a kid. Mm-hmm. When I was under 25, I was a stupid fucking kid. Mm-hmm. That's how it was. I still had beliefs in my head from when I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, maybe you still have those, uh, the connective tissue is still there. Mm-hmm. And at first we kind of, he kind of got really standoffish. And then he's like, uh, maybe I see what you mean. Maybe I get it. Maybe I am a little bit, uh, I'm, I am thinking too much about things the way I thought about them when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, that's all I was fucking saying, man. Yeah. I wasn't attacking you because you're young and stupid. I'm just saying you're still connected because you haven't got that much distance away. Yeah. It's like, you know, you haven't traveled to every country in the world yet. So how the fuck do you know about every country in the world? Yeah. You kind of don't. True. You just have a theory about every country mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a good place to start out, but it's like, you know what, uh, you know, start, you know, there's no, if you want to learn, if you want to learn more about, if you're, let's say you're confused, let's say you're conflicted and saying like, you know what, okay, I, I grew up with this. Mm-hmm. Um, do I still feel strongly about it? Like, am I, st- am, I st- am I still like steadfast in my belief in religion? Okay, fine. So then you you come to that crossroads where like, you know what? Either I want to learn more about it, the history of it, or do I want to like say like, you know what? Maybe it's taking. I take that turn. I'm like, you know why? Uh, um, you know maybe like come to come to the crossroads and say like, you know what? Maybe really why are, are there why is there a growing population that just have just let the religion go? Yeah. And like, why do they feel so? Why do they feel free? Why do they feel like they got shackles taken off them? They're, and so we'll just straight up walk yeah, so, away. Yeah, like, feel good about. Yeah, it. there was no right or wrong answer, right? But like you know, like, which one works for me? Yeah. So yeah, like the um, I remember uh, what's his face, um, uh, Ricky Gervais had a good conversation about it with uh, Stephen Colbert because they had that kind of argument on uh, yeah. 
that was Colbert good. is a hardcore, He's, hardcore Catholic. Yeah, and he, uh, Ricky Gervais said something really good. Like, wait, like because uh, Colbert was pressing him right, and then Gervais goes, "Can we put? Let me put it this way. Okay, you, you're you're a Catholic." And he said, yeah. And he goes, well, think about it this way. How many gods are there? Uh, like, how many the gods do you think there are, like, in, in the world right now, right, that, that people believe in, right? Mm -hmm. There's about, like, three to four hundred, let's say, right? He goes, you're almost as atheist. He goes, he goes to him, he's like, you're almost as, as an atheist as I am. He goes, you just believe in one more god than I do. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it, man. You're, you're, you're 499, I'm 500. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. You just don't believe in any other God except for the one that you've been raised exactly. to believe that's, in. That's And then Stephen Colbert's like, that's a good argument. That's a really good argument. That's a good one. Yeah. Are, uh, those, those are the ones that get you, right? Mm -hmm. Like those those little little comments they make like that to where, and for me, like, I, I don't think I'm. Yeah, because the end is like, you know, we agree to disagree, we right? Agree to but, disagree. but those are great arguments to have, right? Those are the ones I can, I can get behind. Yeah. Because like, I've never been too, like, I've always joked about how I'm somewhere between Richard Dawkins and Stephen Fry. When it mm -hmm. comes to like the the atheist argument, mm -hmm. like I'm right in the middle there, but at the same time, that's just a joke. That's a, that's the way when people ask you, like, hey, what do you believe in God? Yeah, like I'm somewhere between that, and then sometimes I'll be like, I'm somewhere between a Buddhist and Stephen Fry. I'm, I like I find I look at his benchmark there. I'm like, how close am I to Stephen Fry marker? Because mm -hmm. he's one of those guys who's like, he's got a reason why he's not why he's an atheist. Mm -hmm. Like he's always kind of made that comment about well, I don't believe in a God that can uh, that can give little kids cancer. Mm -hmm. and tell me that there's a reason behind it. You're going to learn something later. Mm -hmm. What do we learn? Like, yeah. What do we learn from that? You're saying yeah. like, have faith, have hope, have have a belief that there's a, there's a lesson here. Mm -hmm. What's the lesson? This kid's going to have a painful death? That's your lesson? Yeah. So why should I believe that that's like, there's a lesson there? Like, I, I don't buy that. Yeah. They just tell me there's like a faith there. So I've always kind of had that in my head. But um, at the same time, like, it's like, I just can't fully get on board with like the the have faith component of religion mm. has always been my thing. Like I just can't fully get on board. So it's like, I just have faith. So mm -hmm. you have, that's cool, man. It's good that you do. Yeah. It's just not for me. I can't, I can't have that. Faith. Oh yeah. Like I, for me, it's like, I let it go when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I just said, you know what? Uh, these are, um, I respect like what the religious leaders went through, especially in, in uh, for, um, for six. Like mm -hmm. I just, I respect that yeah. completely. Cause like, that's something I would never be able to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, just the the horrific things they went through, all the wars and stuff like that, fought in the name fought in the name of religion. So like like I have my own personal uh, like you know respect for that, right? Mm -hmm. But um, all re most religions have gone through are responsible for like a ton of wars. And uh, so um, when I thought about that, when I was like in when I was a kid, I was like um, I'm like that's why I came to the conclusion. I was like I'm like re religion is just it's just. Every, it just it, it's just so problems, it's man. so attached to warfare yeah because um just one religion wants to take over another and it's all i, I don't and know I, and after yeah. that I, I told my i told my dad about that and he's like and that's when i got all the old school stories and i said you know what uh like more clarification of like what these wars were about and stuff mm -hmm. like that and i said i can't get behind that anymore i'm not going to like i'm not going to go that anymore i'm like i only if i have to that was it for you i said I'm, I'm only going there because i'm being either forced to or there's a wedding or something like that. Like mm -hmm. other than that, I, uh, I, I count I, me out, homie. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't sit there and I don't, I don't feel anything. I'm like numb to it. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a good way to go. I got to, that's a good age to get into it. And that's a, like a lot of clarity for a kid, right? To suddenly, suddenly decide. Oh, me, like, yeah, I just, yeah, I just said, you know what? I don't. Then I, I just felt like there's no. I kind of felt like yeah, the same thing. I felt it was a burden. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm like, what is the, um, 
none of these stories are like they're they're, they're great stories right they're heroic stories but and they all have a meaning they all have a meaning right but then when you look at other religions like you know that's when i learned about like uh the crusades mm-hmm. when i was a kid uh my grandfather told me those stories and he, he like and i read all from all the books that we had and i was like uh i'm like man like this this is like, like what is this gonna like this is i just then look at it now it's never gonna end what's your end game here yeah there's no end game yeah what's the end game here so yeah i just i just let it go at an early age yeah i just yeah i i'm with you man i i don't know for me it was just a, a lot of like a lot of disbelief that any of this and here's the thing i kind of in my head have always felt like there could be people out there who have preternatural powers mm-hmm. not supernatural i mean like there's a there's a form of nature that affects certain people differently whatever that is maybe it's out there who knows mm-hmm. we don't know how all of nature works yeah we don't know how everything happens in the planet we don't know about fucking ufos for all we know some of these people could have been aliens david bowie and prince are probably aliens but i'm just saying like there's probably some sort of like unknown force of nature that we just don't know how to comprehend yeah so we chalked it up to being religion who knows mm-hmm. that could be it i'm not saying that's what it is mm-hmm. this is a theory of mine but i just couldn't get behind the fact that like one dude built a universe mm-hmm just out of like a thought yeah i couldn't get behind this whole idea of like where is it yeah like you're you're telling me it's there but i'm not seeing it you're telling me a miracle is the sky the sun comes up every day it's a miracle I'm mm-hmm. like no that's the fucking sun idiot yeah like i just could never get on board of that when people try to tell me that i've got we've got multiple religions within our family and a lot of people are hardcore religious mm-hmm. i could just never get on board their like blind faith to mm-hmm. me that's just like it's idiotic mm-hmm. I, ju- I just couldn't fucking do it I remember, I mean, my grandmother would have that every morning. She'd do her thing. She'd go and like set up her little altar and do her little prayers and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for all the religious stuff, my mom and dad, they would be on board. Uh, we had we had a couple of different religions that were being practiced in the house as well. Sometimes my dad would whip out the voodoo. But um, it was oh, yeah, <laughs> a lot of voodoo in our family. So like, and uh, that would happen. And I just kind of be like. That's fucking cool, by the way. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of island voodoo that happened there, too. Mm-hmm. And um, because that, that that exists with us. But for me, I would look at that and kind of just be like, oh, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't believe like we're actually going to, you know, we're going to think to ourselves that if we don't do this, some magical invisible being mm-hmm. is going to somehow take it personally with me. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to be like, yeah, kid, did, that kid didn't pray. Did you, did you ever lash out? I never lashed out. My parents really weren't about that. Like mm-hmm. they were always pretty Not chill. Not lashed out, but you see like, did you ever like say after it was done, like guys. This is stupid. No, not like, not like, <laughs> like that's kind of like. That's how I'm pushing it, right? But when you say the guys have here, like, is this gonna? Are we? Am I the only one who sees this, or like, <laughs> am I the only something, one? something along those lines? I I had the conversation with my mom and my dad. My dad was very much about like, it's not for you, it's not for you, man. I, I don't give a okay, shit. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, and my mom was was. I remember I talked to her about it probably when I was like eleven or twelve years old. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I just don't buy it. It yeah. was one of those kind of conversations. I was like, what is like, what's the deal here? Yeah. Like, what's the deal with this? Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? Because I'm not seeing the point of doing this. Mm-hmm. And hers is like, it's what we do. Like, this is this is our religion. It's what we do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm on board with this. Yeah, I think I think my my, my I think my failure as like someone who didn't like who doesn't believe mm-hmm. um, or don't, I shouldn't say doesn't believe, but just chooses. Uh, you don't buy into. Yeah, it. like it's like I'm beyond that point where I'm just like you know what I this is the lifestyle I lead when it comes to like believing in a in a some sort of like higher power that created the universe. Obviously, yeah. um, is that when I when I really got into like. Um, really got into like listening to sam harris and i like when i got into like listen to uh, hitchens uh, hitchens especially mm-hmm. years ago years and years and years ago um the good stuff like yeah exactly that's when it was like uh like when they were first coming out and they had to like battle to survive oh yeah um and 
I remember um, Christopher I, Hitchens for people who don't know or yeah. haven't read Hitchens brilliant Dawkins. guy like yeah that guy had more um, that guy had so many quotable quotes than most nations histories oh yeah yeah and uh, I remember um, uh, uh, I would I was really like really really hard on my viewpoint and I was like when, pe- when I heard people who are religious and stuff like that I would be like why do you believe and the fuck is wrong why do you believe you? why do you yeah. believe right you're an idiot you're an idiot and, like not like the, in the sense of like kind of that in that sense where like you know like, then I, w- I would be debating I'll be like like do you understand why this is why why like kind of, the, kind of the sense of like why I'm right and you're wrong do you, yeah, like, yeah. why don't you see my point right but uh well you are in attack mode yeah and, it, and then uh it took me then I was like then I remember one time I did it and I was like why am I like why am I being so like so forward with it yeah and i was like i'm like so i pulled it back and i'm like now i'm and i i'm like i gotta grow up like, like why am i so in your face about it right it's like it's like it's how i'm like i am no different than those those fucking mormons or like those those, oh, yeah. those hardcore preachers or those guys you see on the sidewalk with signs and like like what were you getting from being that militant i got nothing out of it yeah like what was the what was your end game at that point i didn't know yeah i mean you were just doing it because i think i think a lot of times too and i think this like, is why i was mentioning that kid who got older not to interrupt you no, so go ahead. That, that kid who was under 25 it's like you adopt this idea and then you're militant about it and then eventually you have enough distance from that thought you're like why do i give a shit yeah like I do, you just need a time away from that thought, or yeah. enough time with that thought to analyze it yourself. Yeah, I, I wasn't looking. I was looking for like winning points or something like that, like mm-hmm. a, like like a debate or something like that. I was looking for like ah, oh, got you moments. Yeah, then those will make you feel better. Like I was, like, I was doing, I'll do it against people who I love, and I was like, yeah, yeah, and I was like, I just stopped it. I'm like, you know what? If it makes if it makes your life better, like yeah, go hard, go I'll, nuts, man. Yeah. If it makes you feel good about yourself, if like you, yeah, if you want to discuss it, yeah, definitely cool. I'll discuss it, right? But like I'm never, but I'm not going to be. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna throw it. You're your not face. gonna search for the argument anymore. Yeah, because I yeah. get. Yeah, I because I know in my heart I'll be like, you know what? I do have my my arguments. I can we can have a civil dis, uh, discussion about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, but I w- I don't want to like at the expense of like hurting that person's feelings or just be. <laughs> I had a. Uh, I don't want to. I don't, don't, don't want to make you like make you a non-believer. Yeah, right. You don't. You don't want to. That, that was my goal in the beginning. I was like, why am I doing this? I I think I think there's there's a certain. Like the the vigor of youth, right? There's a certain thing that, that happens when you're younger. You're like, I I want to take it from you. Yeah, because like, I, I want to take it from you. Yeah, I want to see yeah, you crumble. Yeah, because there was intellectuals yeah. who I who I respected who actually yeah. believed in what I believed. And I'm yeah. like, okay, you know what? It's okay to do this. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah, I made a comment one time to a family member about uh, about religion, and we were talking about Hinduism and how. In my mind, because there, 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 and this is a big part of it too. I, as a kid, I was really inquisitive, like why, why do Hindus use the the yellow string? Like, what's, mm-hmm. the, what's the purpose behind that? Right? Yeah. Why are there? Why do rich people use certain purple colors? And it's all, it all had to do with a show of wealth and a show of humility, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, number one, at that time, yellow, that color wasn't everything, and it was cheap. Saffron, all that shit, it was everywhere. Yeah. It was an easy, cheap dye to get. Mm-hmm. So you, you just use it. Because it was prettier than just having a blank white or brown piece of cloth. Yeah. So everybody just used it. And eventually it became the thing where it's like, this is the color of religion. So we use it. It's like, no, it didn't start like that. It started out being the color that was cheap to get. Yeah. So we just use it because it was prettier. You know, like the rich people use purple because purple was violet and violets are hard to get. So they would show how wealthy they were. Their opulence was the color purple because, look, we can afford to get all this dye. We're rich motherfuckers. Yeah. Just like gold and diamonds. Like diamonds have no intrinsic value. But like at that time, they were, you had to mine them to get mine them. Mine them to get them, yeah. And like some poor old guy wasn't going to go mine a diamond. So like, that was like opulence. Like these are hard to get. So we have these things, right? Hmm. 
but there's no value to them. No. But we just create this idea of what they are. So that was my whole thought point with the religion, right? When they talked about like uh, like Hanuman, especially. Yeah. When, he, when he brings the mountain because he can't find the herb to bring mm-hmm. during the, uh, the time when uh, when Lakshman gets stabbed or shot stabbed, with the yeah. arrow. Mm-hmm. So it's like, go get this thing from that mountain. Go go find this herb from the mountain. And it's like, well, he brought the whole fucking mountaintop. He literally, like Jimi Hendrix, stood up next to a mountain and chopped it down with his hand. And he yeah. brought that mountain to them. Mm-hmm. No, he really didn't. It's like he couldn't find the right herb. So he probably gathered as much as he could because he didn't want to screw up and bring the wrong one. Mm-hmm. And he brought all that. And then somebody probably made a comment about, you brought the whole fucking mountain to me? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't eat all of it. I just needed this one. But they made a colloquial comment about how he brought the whole mountain, which becomes a religious story about he brought the actual mountaintop, Mm -hmm. flew down with it. And it's like the idea they could fly. Maybe he was a really fast runner. Mm -hmm. And you're like, did you fly there? It's like, no, I'm just faster than you. I ran there really quick and brought all this shit back. Yeah. Show some some respect, Respect. motherfucker. Yeah. So all these stories become these stories. So I made the comment to a family member about, like we were talking about that. And then the idea of like Jesus came up and I'm like, he probably did CPR when he brought people back from the dead. Right. Mm-hmm. And more than likely in 15,000 years from now, he'll be 20 feet tall and made of gold because mm-hmm. that's how these stories get out of hand. Yeah. You know, it won't just be his touch brought life. It'll be like his breath or his eyes or heat vision brought life. Mm-hmm. Like stories will get exaggerated. Oh yeah. And then like a, a family member who's with that other family member who I was talking to kind of like looked at him like, is it okay to talk about Jesus right now? Because <laughs> <laughs> like I was talking is to it a my Christian. Turn yet? <laughs> yeah, no, well, I was talking to a Christian. Everybody kind of looked at me and looked at the other family members like, are we, should we be talking about this? This sounds like it's getting kind of insane, mm-hmm. uh, intense, like a little insane here. Yeah. So I, I made another comment like, don't look at them for like, like uh, what's it called for uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for for like the okay to the okay suddenly to talk about religion yeah. make up your own mind and talk about whatever you want to talk about mm-hmm. you don't need permission to, mm-hmm. to talk about religion yeah. no one's going to lose it anybody else here we're not, we're not mad at each other mm-hmm. we're just talking how like things get exaggerated mm-hmm. and I just felt in that moment I was like man like I'm not going to talk about this shit with you guys ever again mm-hmm. or anybody really if I, if I can avoid it because that's what happens like we were just having a conversation about exaggerations and what I believe happened to exaggerate religion, which is why I don't believe in it. And now all of a sudden we went to the one that you guys believe and you're all looking for permission from like the 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 grandparents, mm-hmm. whether or not it's okay for us to talk about religion. Mm-hmm. That's your fucking problem, which is why I can't talk religion with you people, right? Yeah. It's like all of a sudden it became like, oh, we're talking about your religion, so now it's taboo. Now it's taboo, yeah. Like now we can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. We can we can talk about I'm shitting on my own people. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Now we're shitting on your stuff. Not even shitting on your stuff. It's not cool. Oh yeah. Like that's the problem with all that's that's my beef. And that's why I don't that's why I don't adhere to a religion. That's why I don't adhere to to talking about it with people, right? Yeah. That's what happens to a lot of people when they go to stand up shows and they're like they'll laugh at everything but when it comes to something that they're sensitive about. Then, exactly. they'll, then they'll start heckling and they'll be like and that's why a lot of comedians will not go to, they won't perform at colleges anymore. <laughs> colleges, yeah, well, there, there's lots of reasons. But yeah, a big one is that they just, they can't take a joke. Oh, yeah. Like, they can't take a joke when it's directed at them. Yeah, like, do you know that uh, that comedian, that, uh, that ginger, um, Stephen Hofsetter, Hofsetler, I think his name is? Seen that guy? The glasses? Guy. The glasses, yeah. Yeah, that guy's good. He's really good. Yeah. He's, uh, he's very good at taking down a heckler. He's the best. You can, Actually, no, he's not the best. He's not the best. He's, uh, he's good. He's one of the best. Yeah, he's one of the best. I think the best is, uh, who's that British guy? Um, Oxford educated. Um, oh, that Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. J- Jimmy Carr is ridiculous. He's the best. <laughs> Jimmy Carr can take your ideology and make it his ideology. I love that guy. Yeah. And then make he's you great. bash your own ideology. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got it all. <laughs> he's, he's very good. Yeah. Uh, Bill Burr is still really good. Oh yeah. Bill Bill Burr turned a city against him, won them over, and then kept shitting on them. Yeah. 
That is. Uh, he attacked everything they loved. <laughs> he attacked everything Philly loved. He's like, look at you, your Donovan McNabb shirt jersey. I hope he snaps both his ankles. <laughs> oh my god! Like, I told you all, suck a dick. <laughs> I mean, I know he doesn't like talking about it so much anymore, but God damn, if I could talk to him about that, that'd be one thing I want to talk about. Oh yeah. Like, just what was your what was your what was your entry point? What was your mindset when you got out there? Outside of just being mad at them for shitting on good comedians. I think I think the whole thing was is that uh, like everyone he was booing like all the like. Uh, well, they were crapping on good yeah, comedians. Yeah, Don Ayera. Um, there yeah. were all those guys that were who were up there, and he's like, he goes, you're, you're booing this entire show. And he goes, like, and like, why did you pay money for this? Yeah, and he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's like, he goes, I'm not going to take that. Oh, man, it was, it was something. I think else. it was just a matter of fact. He's like, I goes, I'm, he goes, you're, I think it was a combination of you're, you're booing all my all my friends, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes, and I'm not going to take that. Yeah, I'm not going to get booed Fuck that for yeah. nothing. Yeah. You paid money to see us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna come out here. I'm gonna turn and he did, it on and he, here. Yeah, and he did his entire set. Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, he he did a set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think he did his entire set. He yeah. did the set he wanted to do. Have you seen like people's reactions to the, that? I watched a couple, and people were reacting to it. And these guys are like, people are like, that guy's the man. He's like, that's how you do it. He is the man. Yeah. He's definitely the man. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, he's great. Um, that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. We kind of hit a bunch of stuff. I think we hit the the notes. We kind of walked through, and we didn't walk through everything. Oh, we, we did kind of hit the idea of the decade of no news. How uh, this is the first show of really this is the first show of 2020. Yeah, our last show was taped before before this show. Yeah, and that was kind of like a, a look back, look forward. We had Big Mike in, mm-hmm. um, but it really wasn't the first show of 20. This was the first show of 2020. Yeah, and then uh, in in being that we're in a new decade, I myself am gonna stay away from clickbaity bullshit mm-hmm. and all the stuff we talked about today. Yeah, I'm gonna move forward. We're yeah, gonna think, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna. I know for a fact I'm going to swear less this year. Yeah. For the next decade, I'm going to... Yeah, try, try to at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're barely safe. We're still safe. Yeah, we're safe. Like, we do do we do swear, but... Yeah. Uh, we should try to maybe, like, be safer. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't want to, like... Yeah, just tone it down completely. And, uh... I, I would... I, I'm still going to use it as an exclamation point. But yeah, I'm no to, longer to, to stress a point? To stress a point. Yeah. I'm not going to use it as a filler. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. Then just for... just It's not going to be a throwaway word. Yes. And, uh... One thing I like about Mike is like he, he he shakes hands like he's a Viking. Oh, big Mike totally does. He does. Yeah, it's yeah. Forearm we, to forearm. We we came in year, years ago when I first showed up to work with him. It was at the uh, the one on white, I think. I had already worked at the Roxy years and years ago, and then I was between gigs. I was I was kind of sick of oh, Perfect all, all that tea. Yeah, I was sick of all that shit we were doing in bars. Mm-hmm. But I knew a couple guys who worked there at uh, at the one on white. So I walked in to go see Strangler, who was who started the show with us. Uh, Mike was working the front door. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of gave me like a regular little handshake. That's a, a hand-to-hand, palm-to-palm bullshit. So when we got in and started working together, and we did the palm-to-palm thing, I'm like, we're going to go deep. Like, from now on, we're going to go oh, was that Was, that, was that the genesis of it? That's the genesis of it. Okay. Because so, I used to shake hands with the guy when I was working at the casino. Mm-hmm. He's like, let me tell you something about knights and hand-to-forearm-to-forearm handshakes to make sure they were legit because they were holding knives and hiding blades and bullshit and all that kind of And he gave me like a whole rundown. So it was in my head really deep at that time. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So I did that with Mike and he's like, I really like that. So now we do the the forearm to forearm big bro hug. That's cool. And then that, 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 that's our move. That's kind of it. That's cool. Yeah. So ever since then, that's just how big Mike shakes hands. Mm. And that's oh, well, with me anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think with normals. Yeah. With normals, he still does the normal thing. Yeah. You yeah he to, goes in deep. You know the weird thing is? I remember I talked about how... Uh, um, like when we talked about our last show, like, you know, how... Our final show ever? Like in our 2000, you know, when our last, like, you know, our New Year show mm-hmm. um, or the ending, the ending of the uh, our look back. Look yeah. Forward. Like with Mike, right. And saying like, you know, what do we, and I, I meant our last, episode. our last episode. So like what I talked about was how 
you know how when news and all that stuff happens, like, you know, everything happens at a, at a faster rate because everything is growing fast, whether it's technology, whether it's news, whether it's events, information. World, world events, information flowing. And this whole thing with Iran happened in the first, like, couple of days of, like, 2020. And it just happened. So I'm wondering if that's a trend that uh, that things are going to go faster and faster and faster. Like, I'll give you another More example. Yeah, like, um, uh, look at, like, Look at Tesla. You know, have you have you seen have you read what's going on with Tesla right now? I have not. Okay. People thought Tesla was was like was going to be was never going to make money, mm-hmm. or at least just be like a well, like a hard profit, like a hard profit, right? They were they were constantly breaking even for the longest time. Yeah, or their market value would not would not be that big, right? Mm. Tesla now was worth has a market value that's um, that's worth more than GM and Ford put together. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's as of like 2020. That's as of like yesterday. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, uh, that's big news, buddy. Yeah. They are, they, they're not going away. No, they are, they're 10 years ahead of all the other com- cars when it, car companies, when it comes to, ele- to electric cars. Yeah. People like, I think a lot of people realize that, but people don't know how far ahead they are. No, I, I think yeah, it's, like, um, it's crazy. It's insane because like everybody seems to understand when it comes to like phones, like mm-hmm. cell phones, right? Yeah. You're you're holding back technology mm-hmm. and selling it to us incrementally. Yeah. Like the, the technology that we're getting next year was developed five years ago. Oh, yeah. And it's perfected five years ago. Mm-hmm. Whatever they're telling you, it's bullshit. Yeah. They perfected that shit five years ago. Oh, yeah. Tesla did the same thing with cars. Mm-hmm. The stuff they're giving you now was already perfected five years ago. Oh, yeah. Like the, the, the only thing is, is like, how can you how can you um, bring that technology to scale? Yeah. And I think people and, need and to sell, and sell that. yeah, sell and sell it at an affordable price. So like Tesla has all these; they're giving you the basic hardware. Yes, but the software they're give, they're giving you is going to be developed like, and that's why these software these updates are free. Yeah, they're, they're just coming into the car, which is great, like for that, free. Yeah, so the business model is great. Yeah. So but what like, I'm getting at though is like they're not going to go away. No, like they're they're already creating the There's, future tech. Yeah. That they're going to give to you, mm-hmm. they're con- they're confident in. Yeah. And you will also be confident in it as a consumer. Mm-hmm. Like they will not be going away. So anybody's like Tesla will last four more years and they'll fucking crumble. It's like you don't know what you're talking about. Pat. Yeah, they're saying that t- Tesla, like in in a, like not in, like in the next couple of years, could be close to a trillion trillion dollar company. I believe it. Yeah. I thought I should do that. I, I thought <laughs> I thought there's something going on over there. No, but I I totally mm-hmm. believe it. Yeah. I think that's the um. There's like. Even even like one to one person to person on the street, you mm-hmm. see a Tesla. There's that weird Tesla hate. Yeah, I think when it comes to people who speculate what's going to happen business wise, there's a weird Tesla hate. Mm-hmm. I think when there comes down to like big companies who actually have to like predict what's going to happen with different different like car companies, manufacturers, whatever it is. Yeah, there's a weird Tesla hate. Yeah, yeah there like, is. There's just odd like that. Yeah, right? there, there, there is. Def- there's definitely professional jealousy. Absolutely. Because that, that's why everyone says like this. I, we're building the next Tesla killer. We're building. Yeah. They're doing this and this, this, right? So like, um, like. Tesla's obviously like their biggest gripes. Yeah, they have instant instant acceleration, but they don't have the best top speed. Yeah. The cars will catch it. That technology changing with the road, new Roadster. The Roadster will go is going to be the fastest car ever made. It'll and you know what? It'll change with the one after that. Yeah. And it'll change the one after that. Yeah. And they'll just keep getting better. Yeah. Like like they right now they're and then the Model Y is coming out this year. Mm-hmm. They have so they, and they they have cars in every genre now and every single like thing that you need. You want a small sedan. You want a big sedan. You want an SUV. You want a small SUV. You want a t- you want a semi truck? You want a sports car? You want a Blade Runner truck? Yeah, you want a truck? You got it. You got it all. Kind of have it. You all. want an ATV? I think their yeah. their biggest thing for Tesla and any like electric car company, whatever it's going to be, is going to is like battery sustainability is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Where are they going to get this shit from? What's going to be the next battery? Oh yeah, those are those are what they have to fight up fight against, right? I oh mean, yeah, lowering the carbon footprint because like manufacturing is still a motherfucker. Oh yeah. 
So all that <laughs> got a curse less. No more fillers. But, exclamation! But no, there has that's gonna be their their war. Oh yeah, like and then they, they're they're steadfast in their opinion that you know what everything all the materials that we source mm -hmm. um, has to has to be as low carbon footprint as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no real. There's very little real leather. And that'll get better too. Yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll get better as well. Yeah. And then uh, look at that. Uh, the the other aspect of uh, of Tesla, or of Elon Musk. Fucking rockets, like mm -hmm. the Falcon and all the shit they're doing with that. Yeah, did you see this? Did you see the the Starlink uh, launch? Yeah. That was incredible, and it was successful. Yeah, that Falcon Nine's <laughs> a workhorse, man. Like, there's there's so much more than just a car company. I mean, the dude is Tony Stark, and people just need to stop shitting on him and just let him do what he's doing. Yeah, he's he's he has an American company. Mm -hmm. Cars that, built in America. Built in America, hiring American workers. Yeah. I, why are you shitting on why him? Why are you shitting on him? Like he smoked a bit of weed on the most successful program in the world. Yeah. And you're crapping on him. Yeah. It's and, like, and like, like man. And like, everyone's like, oh, he he's he's weirding out. He got thrown off the, the board and stuff like that. He's look, fine. Yeah, look at look at him now. He's Do you see his pay package that just came out? Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> he's fine. He's a high that, that that's the highest pay package for any CEO in history. Yeah. That's incredible. He'll be fine. Yeah. Uh I have no I have not I have faith. I have faith in Tesla. If yeah. somebody asks me, do you have faith? I'm like, oh, I need yeah. Elon Musk. Yeah, you need you need less people like, you know, the people in... You need less Mitch McConnell's. You need more Elon Musk. Oh, God, that's a great way to end. Yeah. Uh, I had a clever a clever remark about uh, Oprah, but I think I'm just going to leave it with that one. You need less people like Mitch McConnell. You need more people like Elon Musk. Uh, I think that's it. I would imagine the music has been playing for a while now. Well... We are... Uh, if you're listening to this podcast... I think there has been a drastic change in the way you listen to this podcast by now. So I'll clarify before we end. Uh, we had some stuff go weird with us. I, I think we talked about it on two episodes ago. We talked about it in the last one as well. I'm just kind of like putting it out there so people know mm -hmm. if you're listening to it. Oh, yes. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had some shifting happen in the way we deliver the podcast. Yeah. So if you're listening to this one, you're probably fine. Mm -hmm. If you're not listening to this one, then tell your friends who, who aren't listening to it. You just got to find it uh, on Apple, on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, the way it is now. We had the, the iTunes, they kind of changed the way they deliver shit. Mm -hmm. So we were now like straight up Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, we should now be on Stitcher. I think we're still on iHeartRadio for this one. Mm -hmm. um, we're still in everywhere you get it. But the Apple delivery method changed. So I've already put the, um, the last post we made about that on the old style delivery system. So you probably got like a three minute like just update update yeah of where to get this now mm -hmm. so i hope that made it clear i think i made it clear that's pretty straightforward i kind of jumped around a lot in that in that comment anyway they can re-listen to it if you're listening to this you're fine just press rewind a couple of times you'll, you'll get it hit rewind yeah. and then ask your friends if they're listening to the podcast mm -hmm. and if they're not and they're on uh, an iphone Tell them to just look for us on iTunes yeah. or, or on Apple Podcasts, mm -hmm. and they'll know how to find. They'll know us how better. to find. Yeah. By by now, we should be all sorted out. Yeah. But there was also an information packet mm -hmm. that went out. Yes. For people who got a three minute thing on their phone, <laughs> that told you how to find us. Yeah. There. Okay. Straightforward. Stra not at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end. Bunch of idiots. Peace out. <laughs>